Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with Welcome to Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters, but fuck them because our new buddy Ninjor is here to be easily the coolest fucking dude who can, <laughs> like, Ninjor so makes everyone else obsolete and we'll talk about it and it's great. But I'm Zach and joining me this week, we've got Simon. Hello. We've got uh, Emily. Hello. Emily, I want you to know that everyone else uh, has their name in Skype for me, and yours always throws me off, and I always almost call you your screen name. <laughs> you, just, you can just, just call so, me it. It's not a big deal. Uh, no, it, it's okay. I just suck. Uh, we've got Mike. You don't suck. Hello, hello. We've got Joel. Greetings, everybody. <laughs> Was that your ninja? It is. <laughs> <laughs> We can't all we can't all be Luke levels of doing that impression because when it comes back down to it, Deadly Do Right's just kind of it's just kind of a slightly more energetic Kermit the Frog. So you know, <laughs> I, I I heard him more as Marvin the Martian. Yeah, it's kind of the same voice. So uh, and guess what? We've got Matt back. Yay! Hey, I'm so glad to guest on this podcast show called Teenagers with Attitude. <laughs> Well, we're glad to have you. I'm, wait, I'm wait, hold on. Is Emily more of a regular than Matt now? I mean, by numbers. Oh, in like the last half of this year, absolutely. There's literally no way she can't be. Like, oh, you know how few episodes I've been on in the latter half of this year. It's actually kind of grotesque. I'm very sorry. No, it's, it's a okay. weird thing to think about. We've had we've had guests come on twice now and assert themselves into being the regular part of the cast. What happens when a regular part of the cast just stops showing up? No, that they they you can't lose your status. Matt will always be part of this podcast, even though he had like real actual shit. It's like to a Supreme with. Court Hold seat. Hold on. Hold on. No. <laughs> yeah, eventually we're gonna be fucking Roosevelt's Supreme Court where there's like twelve regulars on this Listen, fucking show. It, isn't it oh like a thing where it's like once a ranger, always a ranger? It's the same with the team. Exactly. If, Matt if anyone ever only says more, yeah, only more threatening. If anyone ever says I am the teenagers with attitude equivalent of Anton Scalia, I will drive to their house and kick <laughs> no, them in the balls. No, of course not. Matt, no, we die. love you. We would never be that cruel. 
No. <laughs> so although, although although the fact that you did just threaten to kick a random person in the balls. You're 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 our finster, actually. You might have left for a while, but you're still in the crew. <laughs> so here's here's what's fun. I'm glad you're back. Uh, it is unfortunate that you've been gone for so long because we're going to talk about the best episodes of the year this week because it's time <laughs> for the teenies. Well, it's, it's fair because like I was only here for half the year and Matt was only here that's for true. Half the year, so, so you'll you'll combine to be one person. T- yeah, together you get one vote. <laughs> no, they each get a vote. But that's at the end of the show. For now, let's quickly move through our uh, um, talking about things. Talking about things. Yeah, let's just kind of get all these segments over with. You know, this, this, this podcast <laughs> is such a chore. Well, this one I just don't think is. Uh, there's not going to be that much to say about it. It's kind of neat. Um, so basically, I'm just going to run down really quickly some stuff that is happening in the world of Power Rangers in 2018. I thought it would be neat to do a little bit of a preview. Um, basically, there's a couple of big things. First of all, the the show next year. Uh, Power Rangers, Super Ninja Steel, which, like, Ninja Steel's okay. Um, At best, yeah. Wait, isn't yeah. Super Ninja Steel just Ninjor? You'd think so. Yeah, I, uh, again, it has nothing not to do with that, unfortunately. Not sure if he's they a robot. They have their own robot man in, uh, in uh, Okay, Ninja no, Steel. Ninjor is absolutely a robot, and I'll talk about it when we get there. Okay, um, so, yeah. Ninja, Ninja Steel is the 16th best. The yes, season of yeah, Rangers, you did not put it remember. very high. <laughs> I'm looking yeah. forward to Super Ninja Steel coming out and just completely throwing Simon's list around. Oh, like, yeah, it's going to somehow switch other seasons around on the right, list. Right, yeah, it's going to be so <laughs> bad or good, who knows which, that it, yeah, completely just throws off everything. I bet it's going to be either right over or right under Ninja Steel. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so, so that is, that's, that's happening um, I will say they brought Sledge back, so, like, that's cool. We'll see where that's that good. goes. That could be interesting. I mean, Sledge wasn't the best villain um, in Dino Charge, but sure. No, but but it's da- from Dino Charge, so it's better than whatever they have that's in true. Ninja Steel. That's true. Uh, so, uh, as part of that, there will be a 25th anniversary episode. Um, we don't know much about it yet, other than... Uh, Wes from Time Force and JC David Frank, who just like pops out of the sewer whenever you mention TV. Like, <laughs> wait, why is he in the sewer? <laughs> Did someone say Ranger? I don't think that's fair to Jason David Frank. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like the Ninja Turtles, and did someone say pizza? <laughs> Jason David yep. Frank pops out of the shrubbery or the bushes, not the oh, sewer. Oh, come okay, on. that's fair. That's fair. You're right. I'm sorry. That was rude. <laughs> Um, and and you know he kicks his way out, right? Like no, yeah, he just yeah. kicks a bush down, and there he right. is. No, he karate kicks through a tree, and he's like, "You call it." <laughs> <laughs> so, so there'll be some kind of uh, you know um, anniversary stuff. There there have been really good anniversary sh- shows and really yes. bad ones. So yes. like we'll we'll see how how this one goes. Uh, Ninja Steel is at least better than Megaforce, so maybe they'll handle it better. Um, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Uh, let's see. We've got the Shattered Grid crossover, which is a um, the, in the Boom Studios comic. Um, basically, they've uh, announced an event that is going to fuck the mor- morphing grid up in some way, and therefore they will they will be getting help from a bunch of fan favorite Rangers from the whole the show's whole history, which is neat because so far they've only really done. 
uh, the original team. Um, so it'll be neat to see their takes on on some of the other Rangers. Uh, I'm excited about that. That'll be cool. Uh, and finally, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to, I think I might've said this before. I'm looking forward to seeing them try to tackle one of the less liked seasons, like see if they can take some of the worst shit from the series and redeem them somehow. I'd love to see them do like the way I want to see what they do with overdrive. (laughs) (laughs) I would actually really love to see them do something with mystic force because they've done some neat stuff with magic in their universe so far. I, I think I mentioned this to you guys off mic, but they brought the fucking wizard of deception back. Remember the guy who just wears a predator mask and it, it, well, Matt, that's okay. (laughs) There was a bad guy who literally just wore, wore a repainted Predator mask, and then they put a bad... Yeah, he walked into a Hot Topic to get his look. Oh, wait, yeah. is he the guy where they just, like, backfilled the, the, the mask part with, like, some weird yep. orange CG yes. bullshit? Yep. Yeah, 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 they brought that oh, yeah, guy that back guy. and made him cool in the comic. I love him. It, it was those episodes they were stuck in Sydney to shoot and had to, like, go and buy shit to make a costume out of, and that's what they did. Seriously, I love that guy because of how, like, shoddy he is. Like, Yeah, and they made his magic in the comic, like, it's very old school, like, I need the true name of this thing and, like, the other, and it's it's neat. So I would be, I think it'd be cool if they did some stuff with Mystic I need Force. the true name of getting a costume that doesn't fucking suck. Holy <laughs> I shit. I need the true name of the the Predator's race, which I used to know, but I can't remember it's now. It's in, oh, God. <laughs> I was playing Mortal y. Kombat just last Wait, weekend. Just, it's in there. Aren't they just Predators? No, yeah, they have no a there's, name. A, there's a name. There's yeah. a name. It's, it starts with a Y. I think it might be, like, Yautja or or something or like that. Why was the second AVP movie so fucking bad? <laughs> the second was better wait, than the first one. Yeah, like, okay. it's not like the first one. Yautja. Okay, so okay, so none of the AVP movies are actually very good, but one and two are at least like enjoyably bad. And then there's more than two. Wait, are there three? <laughs> I are there three? I thought oh, my joke is that there okay. used to be a game called Alien vs. Predator that was actually good. I'm thinking the video games. Shit. Oh, okay, gotcha. I'm, I think I'm getting, yeah. I'm really fucking tired right now, so I think <laughs> my, my barely, like, lucid state currently, like, the two AVP movies and all the video games are just kind of sloshing around in a big old <laughs> yeah. brain tub somewhere. Yeah, no, Matt, Matt is completely correct, though. AVP 2, the game, is fantastic. Yeah, that's true. Right. So, but c- collectively, so, if we're talking canon movies, there's only ever been three good movies of these two franchises put together: Alien, Aliens, and Predator. That's it. That's all you Predator, need to go hard. Predators. Predators. I will go yeah. back for Predators. Predators. I haven't seen that one. All right. Yeah. Um. So let's see. Uh, uh, and then the last thing is. Oh, I guess one other quick one. Uh, Jason David Frank, speaking of kicking through the bushes, will be appearing on Hyperforce uh, next year, which, like, I love Jason David Frank, but seeing him try to do a role-playing game, I don't know how No, Zach, he's acting. It's his best, it's his, like, <laughs> best, right. like, talent he's got. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That There is something really funny about getting people on who were hired to do martial because they could do martial arts to only do the acting part 
but not the rest of it. Like, can, can you just do like martial art kicks like while talking or something? Yeah, well, yeah, no, yeah. Like, I don't know how the RPG system they're using works, but like, he's gonna bring a new level of like foley work to any like combat sequences love they it. have. I can't wait. Yeah. I mean, he, he's just gonna roll for spin kick over and over and over again. <laughs> They're, and... they're paying him to pretend to be a Power Ranger. Like, that's the thing he's best at. Go ahead, Emily. I'm so sorry if we already mentioned this, but did we mention he's an 8th degree black belt now before? Or... No, I don't oh, think is we that did. New? He is now officially as deadly as uh, Chuck Norris. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Jason David Frank doesn't sleep. He waits. Yeah, I was going to say, can we just force everyone to stop making Chuck Norris jokes and make them D- Jason David Frank jokes instead? <laughs> Slightly less I'm... problematic? Yeah. I'd be okay with that. <laughs> um... So, and then the last thing is, speaking of uh, um, Hyperforce, there have been rumors uh, that that have pretty much been confirmed, but he has not been officially announced, that Bulk's character, not Bulk, I'm sorry, I know he has an actual name, Paul, mm-hmm. Sh- Paul Schreier's character from Hyperforce is going to be added to... Uh, uh, Power Rangers Legacy Wars. Nice. So you can play as... As Paul Schreier <laughs> as, a, as a Power awesome. Ranger. Really Which good. is yeah. pretty cool. Oh, fucking thank God. I have been in this <laughs> matchup in Pokemon since before we started God this call. It, and it finally, <laughs> finally ended. I wondered why you were so happy about Paul Schreier <laughs> being in yes, the Power I'm Ranger. also excited about this. Yeah. <laughs> so, that, so that's it. Just some small, neat stuff that's going to be happening this year in Power Rangers. Um, I'm excited for the the 25th anniversary stuff. Oh, also Power Morphicon is happening. It's an every other year um, convention. Uh, Lucas will be going, so hopefully I can talk Yay. to him after he gets back to to see kind of if they've announced anything neat. So. Do you, do you, around what what time of year is that? Um, I shit. You know, I don't know. I think it's early. Know? Yeah, I think it's. Uh, Early in the year, but I'm not 100% right. sure. Because I assume they'll reveal what the next series slash Sentai is going to be for the Power yes. Rangers, right? Uh, yeah. It is in August, so that's later oh, okay. in the year. But it's still in a while. We'll, yeah, so that'll be cool. Um, and that's it. So let's talk about the episode. This is Season 3, Episode 7, Ninja Quest Part 4. This is the last part I of the Ninja Quest. Here last the two. Week, but I assume I missed nothing. Solve for X. Yeah, I mean they got ninja powers. Ninja yeah, they got is around. powers in the last one. We so. met Ninja. That's pretty fucking yeah. huge. Yeah. And Balkans called want to be cops, and Rito made some tangas. That's but what I happened. feel like anything I need to know is in this intro. Well, yes, I mean show. they got the powers. That right. that is accurate. <laughs> so speaking yeah, of uh, which, speaking of intros, yeah, like, go ahead, Mike. New opening credits finally. Yay. Seven episodes into season three. Yes. Now that they have their new powers. It looks like they cover all of last episode in it, from what I can tell. Yeah, they kind of yeah, do. Yeah, actually, the vast majority of the footage, as far as I can tell, is from last week's episode. Right. So they show them morphing into the ninja suits uh, from last episode. They show all the new zords. They show the new morphing sequence. Uh, and then they show a couple things that I'd like to talk about, one of which is... The Rangers on their motorcycles that we've never seen in the entire show that they had in the Sentai, but like, no, they've never ridden them. So I, the White Ranger is there. So I assume this has to happen this season. Yeah. Like, I I assume the stuff in here is stuff that we're going to see this season. Oh, yeah, it has to. 
Yeah. Uh, so there's there's that. I mean, does anybody have anything else they want to say about the intro? The, those Balkans called as cops that have that do the the donut joke. They they turn around dramatically and then reveal that they're holding donuts just off camera and like stare at them while licking their lips. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, that's less for in this case that's less a cop thing and more of just a Balkan skull thing. Like they yeah, like. Food. I mean, it's it's a nice convergence of priorities. But no, I want to say, despite remembering like nothing about season three of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, this intro is the one I remember. Really interesting. Yeah. Specifically, okay. the bit of them all like surrounding Ninjor and like getting their ninja powers is very, very clearly burned into my brain, and I don't know why. Interesting. And huh. we, we get you, we get oh. to see the Ninja Megazord morph, which I don't think we've seen so far because it's in this episode, uh, right? Like come yeah. together. Yeah, yeah. that's, yeah. The, we'll that's the, the other part that is very burned into my brain, which is the CGI effect of the Megazord like flying through the city. Yeah, let's talk like, about uh, that when we get to like, it. In, it looks in like the it's episode. fucking surfing. But let's also, yeah. but because I, it's not in the episode, but it is in the intro. I do have to mention that we get to see the ninja, the ninja. Ultra Megazord, yeah, that's which what I is talk about. which is the Ninja Megazord slapped into Titanus. But here's the thing: because the toys. that footage didn't exist, it's literally yep. the toys. They just put yep. the toys together and then film <laughs> them. Good. And also, there's something else I have to mention that I had forgotten. When Titanus is the nin- is the Megazord, the Ultra Zord. Sorry. Uh, he has the the Dragon Zord's chest plate on on the right. front of him, but the Dragon Zord is not involved in this, which means right. just like Titanus was like, "Come here, buddy. I, I just have to borrow something real quick. Hold on. I just gotta borrow your chest." He also has his tail, so like, there's a there's a tailless, like, chestless Dragon Zord hanging around somewhere. <laughs> That's so Underwater. Up. So, I have all the things I need to recreate this. Um. I will. Tr- okay, I will try my best not to burn my apartment down in the process. <laughs> oh, because it causes a giant explosion. Okay. Great, I don't yeah, think okay. you need to 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 recreate the nuclear explosion behind it. No, I think no. I said I fine. have all the things in my apartment to recreate this, and I meant <laughs> including lots of napalm. Before we move on from the uh, the intro sequence, I do want to say we get the thing that we've started doing uh, after a while, and and that's having shots of the actors like. Just sort of in the park, turning the face of the camera as their you know their yes. names are given, and as with most things in this show, the vast majority of them are totally passable. They're just you know, hey, it's just an actor turning to the camera, pretending to notice that the camera's there, and then smiling. Yes, and also like just about everything else in the show, the one outlier is that Rocky's is really <laughs> awkward. <laughs> I noticed yeah. that yeah. Rocky's different. He's different. like looking at his shoes, and then he's just like, oh, hey, what's up? I sorry, I was. <laughs> Eyebrow, he's either. like, oh, a camera. Hey. <laughs> How you doing? It's, it's hey. Troy McClurian, honestly. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I, I was going to say that when Joel said he was going to recreate that, my head went to he was going to show us a dragon zone with no tail and chest piece. just looking sad. <laughs> I mean, I should also <laughs> show you that. <laughs> so we open on everybody. Uh, Rito is huge, and he's attacking Angel Grove, and it's time to save our home as uh, Jason. Jason. Jason is not in the show anymore, as Rocky says. <laughs> well, I mean, it is Jason. Um, oh, wait, no. Yeah. I mean, there's Jason David Frank, is what I was going to say. Oh, well, yes, that's true. <laughs> so they, they summon their ninja megazords. Time to save home. Yeah! All right, let's do it. We need ninja zords now! Ready, ninja zord. Power up! <laughs> Black Frog, 
these range range from passable to terrible. The wolf one's the best. I um, really like the, it. I, I really like I, the ape running. Yeah, I love like, the ape running through the city, and it's like, okay, really hold good. on, guys. I know you're in like a canyon somewhere, <laughs> but I'll get there. Just, <laughs> just, just hang on. On a different planet, it's fine. The the frog leaping is also pretty good. Yeah, the frog's really good. But what I was gonna say is, what's great about these is much like with previous seasons, the shots of the Zords, sum- the Zords being summoned and like running into the city and, and just each individual traveling together. These are the shots that get reused the most, both in Power Rangers and in the original Sentai. Yeah. And because they tend to get reused so often, you know, the, the folks putting them together put a little more effort into them. Right. You know, sure. and even bearing that in mind and seeing how they ended up, who boy. Oh, like I the, like the Sentai footage is going to be so. I mean, yes, it, it's, it's, I mean, it's not of an because it. The thing is that at this time, like the one thing I will say is that the American footage is always like higher quality footage, mm-hmm. like the, the actual film, film, yeah, the actual they're film. shooting on and everything is better. So it it is always noticeable when they cut back to the Sentai footage. Um, also, I have to mention something real quick, which is that. They say Pink Crane Megazord, and I'm pretty sure the ninja, the, the, oh god, does anybody remember the Sentai name for, I forgot. Kaku Ranger? Kaku Ranger. It's, yep. uh, the, it's a white ranger because yep. it's not a pink crane. Like, there's no pink on it, I don't think. That is, it's, that is true. No. They just say pink crane Megazord, like, now, <laughs> they're gaslighting the which, children and well, no, which is pink. better, calling, Calling it pink and it clearly not being pink, or them trying to do some sort of awful color filter on it, which is what they do later in the season with the other. Yeah, pink I think sword. they actually do that later. Yep. <laughs> okay, so, so yeah. I guess we'll be able to say at that point definitively which is worse. <laughs> We've actually talked about this uh, before that that there is no pink Zord in Cocker right. Ranger, right? And yep. and the thing is like so, and so. This this is the White Ranger Zord, and theoretically should have gone to Tommy, but they gave Tommy the Titanus equivalent. Right. Yep. Yes. And it's it's, it's weird cool. because it it makes it so that okay, Tommy's Tommy having the special, more powerful Zord, but not really doing anything for most of the fight. Right. Is a proud Power Rangers tradition. That is true. <laughs> yeah. Yes. His his but, Zord usually just chills off screen until it's important. Yeah. But particularly in this episode, and I presume going forward, it it takes a really just noticeably long time for his Zord to join in on the action. Especially like, considering that it can fly, so. so there's not like a good. It's not like well, it's got to get there. Like, it's <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, if the ape Zord can get there in a decent amount of time, none of the other Zords have an excuse. No, actually, well, I don't yeah, think but the that's ape Zord is power jogging. Yeah, I was about to say the ape Zord actually looks like it fucking hauls ass. The real one is the fucking bear. I was gonna Holy say the bear. Shit, yeah, that the thing bear sucks ass. The bear just like it. It. it it's walks. a construction site, and it's just. Kind it's of saunters slow, out. It looks so slow. It's like indi- I love the Ninja Megazord so much. The individual Ninja Zords are terrible. Oh, yeah. I like them better than the individual uh, like Thunder them. Zords. Yeah, yeah, I, I was saying so, the same, Zach. Yeah, uh, but, but, but the, the wolf it, does like an Okami teleport thing where it yeah, flies no, down. Yeah, it has to because cool. it has zero points of articulation. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> okay, so the that. thing about the wolf, the thing about the wolf is like the first half of its intro is amazing where it does like the sweet ass like lightning blink thing that actually looks yep. really cool. And then yep. it starts like 
running and you're yeah, like, yeah, this right. is the shit that they do on these Zords to make them move is the worst that we've gotten. Right. From I, any I gotta Zords. say, I think y'all are remember the bear moves exactly like how the Mastodon walks. Yeah, and yeah, the, but the right. Mastodon <laughs> fucking is a giant goddamn like ancient uh, okay. sure, elephant I guess. thing. <laughs> I guess. Also, I think Giant the Mastodon was kind of a tank, so... Yeah, that's fair. I mean, the bear's so, kind of a tank, too. It's... Yeah. yeah. It's, I don't think they look that bad. It's just a crappy one. The, the, I don't think they look that bad, either, with the exception of the bear. The bear looks like shit. The frog also looks like garbage, because its design is in service of being literally half I of like the mega. Yeah, you're right. I think y'all are harsh. I like the frog. It's crazy I, huge. I love the also, frog. Also, the frog makes pig noises. I know I, it's supposed to be ribbiting, but no, you did it wrong. I, I wasn't really sold on the frog until it started fighting. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty great. Speaking of fighting, the f- the first thing that happens is the wolf jumps in the air and does like a spinning tail whip attack, I guess. Well, it, <laughs> it uses its tail as a silly. sword, and yep. it's really silly. That, that yep. I will agree, looks goofy as hell. <laughs> yep. I like it, though. Um, I kind of love about this, and... I know it's something that's just going to go away after a while, because it, it only ever happens in short, like, bursts. Right. But we actually do get to see the individual swords yeah. doing shit in I this mean, fight. I mean, I like when they, yeah, they intro them that way. That's something that I wish happened more often. The the bear zord stomps the ground and causes an earthquake, which is pretty cool. The which frog is, zord the is frog the coolest. Zord. So I hear I was thinking, like, okay, yeah, of course Adam gets slapped with the shitty zord for dumpster babies. And then the frog good sword, sword. <laughs> fires a flame gout the size of a goddamn <laughs> skyscraper. Have you guys never seen a frog? Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like that scene in the movie. You know, I'm a frog. Yes, a frog. A flamethrowing frog, Adam. I was wondering why they were all pl- hyping up the frog and being like, the frog is sweet. Apparently over in Japan, frogs just spew gigantic fucking flame geysers <laughs> from their mouths. <laughs> yeah, you know, how during, you know how during breeding season, if you live near a pond, like, there's just this din of, like, frog noises constantly? Just, just, yeah. yeah. Well, in, over in Japan, it's more of a heat wave as, like, fire right. is just bursting up from the swamp <laughs> just at all Just constant time. flares <laughs> in the sky. You see it go orange every four seconds or something it's fire bursting in the swamp yeah that's actually why it's orange it's sun at sunset is the fucking frogs <laughs> it's all the frogs fucking <laughs> yeah so then we the crane shoots lasers which is fine i i miss that i miss the pterodactyl still because it it was not just like lasers it was lightning it was lightning like, right that very cool also the pterodactyl at least flapped its wings sometimes like it wasn't just a fucking yeah. jet yeah listen uh, listen if 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 the crane actually shoots its lasers more than once, it has a step up over the pterodactyl. That's, that is true. It did not happen very much. Speaking of uh, time honored tradition of a ranger just kind of kicking their feet up and not doing anything. What the pterodactyl sword, man? Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So yeah. so then the ape comes in and fights with the 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 well-known ape power of having two swords. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. The, the Lloyd <laughs> Irving school of fighting. Honestly, <laughs> Optimus Primal. I mean, does Optimus Primal? Yeah. I guess he, yeah, does. he does. He does, yeah, does have two swords. So, I thought he had an axe. No, no. No, that's Optimus, Optimus Prime. Prime has an axe. Optimus Primal has two swords. <laughs> There's a, okay. Fuck you. Yes. 
No. <laughs> it's the, it's fr- yes. It's, the two different characters. Optimus Primal is the ape guy from Beast Wars. Yeah. Because oh, are you fucking cause... serious? Fuck off. Yeah. What? He's no one one Beast Wars. No one gives a shit about Fuck that. Fuck you. That is objectively <laughs> untrue. All right, Warren Beast people, just like cut out Matt saying that and put that as a slogan of your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> So there's this weird knock-on effect, and it's something we've gotten for a while, is because Power Rangers has stopped making the Red Ranger the leader, but the Sentai hasn't, we keep getting into situations Hmm. where, like, Rocky, who is, like, not only not really much of a leader, but it also is just kind of a dumbass, just has the best sword all the time. Is the White Ranger the leader in Kaku Ranger? Second season in a row. I know that in our show, we have exaggerated how stupid Rocky is. I get that. But also, not that much, because the only time he gets character moments are when he says something stupid. I'm having so much fun right now. (laughs) Viking times. In the the Sentai, isn't the White Ranger the leader? So, like... No, actually, I don't think so. No, I think it's still the Red Ranger. Oh. But when the when the Alien Rangers do show up, and they are the Kaku Ranger Rangers, the white one is the leader of them. But I'm I'm not sure if the if in the Sentai it was that might that might just be Power Rangers fudging things again we'll, to try we'll to make to it like it like yeah. we have to we have to keep pretending that the white person is in charge. And wow, oh, that came Jesus. out of my mouth. Oh boy, I don't wow. like how you said that. Like, um, I was gonna say though, because like. Because the White Ranger's a girl. That would have been really cool if the, if the Sentai had her be the leader, so... I'm not but, sure. I, I, well, I mean, she, she's the leader of the Equation Rangers on Power Rangers. Oh, and I, she's a girl, I'm so glad. So. Yeah. I love yeah. Equation Rangers so much. I really doubt it, given how much Im- importance the Sentai typically puts on the Red Ranger. I mean, there are seasons where they don't, It's just but, the arm. Yeah. The arm's, like, so, not that cool of a, of, a, of a part of the Zord. That's like, true. That is, the, yeah, the, that's the a leader fair point. Being the so, head. I mean, the, the yellow one is the big centerpiece. He is one of two individual Zords that still matters as an individual when they become the... Yes. By the way, like, the, the ape Zord is as big as Rito. And then yeah. he's just the arm of the Megazord. Yeah, There's a <laughs> yeah, little yeah bit he's got of, a big uh, beefy arm. That's what you yeah, want so, so, Something <laughs> about the, the proportions doesn't make sense there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we cut to the moon and Zed's like, no, they've got more powerful Zords. I have no evidence of this, but I assume that they've got to no, be better no, than the actually, last one. No, actually, I think they have enough evidence because he took one look at the fucking flamethrower on the frog <laughs> and saw the skyscraper gout of liquid fucking napalm coming out, napalm coming out of that thing. It was like, oh, fuck, we got problems. <laughs> yeah, take out the quick, take the frog out. Yeah, and he's yeah. Like, it's the fucking frog and that thing is doing that. Why are we recommending the frogs so much? Frogs are cool. Because, because it, okay, even by the admission of the movie, the frog <laughs> one is the one you get slapped with if you're a shitter. <laughs> That's like what happens. Frogs cool. You kiss and, like, it fro- and it turns into a prince. Yeah, but frogs have amazing uh, powers, like uh, being able to randomly change their own gender and like I, I mean, not know when they're boiling alive. I and, mean, they can uh, jump real well. Why didn't you just say, and the ability to shoot a skyscraper-sized gout of flame out of <laughs> Yeah, it seems like it should be page one of the manual. So the thing is, in terms of Zords, though, the frog is the only one of these Zords that really has anything going for it. The other Zords yeah. suck compared Two to... Two Zords, 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 dude! 
The ape resort actually isn't that bad. It's just a big the, punch man, the toy but it's a is. Boy, the toy is. Oh, uh, is the toy a real piece of shit? It so is garbage. The chest I think piece... the wolf is cool, but... Well, yeah, it can't be all that articulated if it has to turn into an arm. I mean, except for the parts where it folds into an arm. Well, the, the chest piece that, like, the arms fold into when you transform it can't even stay closed. Ah. Oh, Maybe you just got, so, a, like, okay. an old one that's... Kind of, uh, Whatever. So Rita says, Don't worry, hubby dear. That brother of mine will take care of those runty rangers. <sighs> and remember, we have our little vampires that just waiting to hatch. <laughs> Listen, I don't care. Whatever. Uh, it, it's fine. Um, Rita will fight them while the vampires that we planted uh, fucks up the temple and that'll murder their powers. Um, so the vampires egg hatches. <laughs> Actually, let's 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 linger on that point for a little bit because I I do know that that becomes important as the season goes on. Okay, is if anything happens to Ninjor or the temple, these powers go away. That's and, weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny because we say that, but though they never establish it, uh. When the command center does get fucked up, their powers always get screwed with. Like, yeah. it doesn't really make sense, but that's how they have always shown it to be. So, it's not that different, really. It's just that they don't live there, or, or like, they're yeah. not based out of there. So, it's a or, weirder, or, Nor like, do they keep particularly close watch on it. No. Yeah. Like, You'd think that uh, they would have a second viewing globe just only for that. Like, always have this one Hell, on you that. would think Zed and Rita would try a lot harder to keep trying to attack it. Yeah. yeah you you should just put it under siege, well, basically. Well, I mean, when you see what Ninjor can do, maybe you'll That's understand true. why they don't. Maybe they yeah. give up. Yeah. So, uh, the vampire's egg hatches and we cut to Bulk and Skull, who are still training to okay, be police Okay, we also, we cops. also don't... Don't be so reductive. We also cut to Borns and Yuda and Laws. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. Because so how did they get their nicknames on their? I'm not uh, yeah, convinced that's what I'm that those too. other things I said are actual given names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Fair. My son is also named Born. We're running out of <laughs> Born shirts in the gift shop. It's Jason Borns, like relative. There you go. <laughs> yeah. The names of the shirts, snares, I can tell, uh, in, and bear in mind, I, I have not been in the army, which is very clearly what they think Police Academy is. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure the names of the shir- uh, on the shirts are just so Lieutenant Stone knows what to call each person. Fair enough. Yeah, because but the, he, these, he... these two guys have not been burned into his brain yet. Oh, it's, it's not going to take long, though, and he consistently calls them by, by their full last names, which is a yes. nice touch. Skolovich and Balkmeyer, yeah. Yep. So, uh... Listen up, men and women. You're about to enter the most difficult part of our train. The hangman's obstacle course. (laughs) I'm sure you'll find it a devilishly good time. (laughs) So... So he's... (laughs) So he's like, now it's time for the obstacle course, and they they freak out. He calls it hangman's obstacle course. Also, he it's, does literally an actual evil laugh, which is oh yeah, no, yeah. You, Lieutenant Lieutenant Stone is like <laughs> insane, right? Like, have you guys covered that last ep- yep. episode? Yeah. Well, we talked about how he's kind. He's definitely kind of a jerk, at least. Yeah. Oh no, he is meant. I having watched 
parts three and four just now, like, he is unhinged. <laughs> yeah. He calls it I a mean... devilishly good time and then cackles. Yeah, he he is, but in kind of an insecure way. Like, he, he's not willing to fully commit to being evil. You feel like he practices that stuff in his apartment? Oh, no, no, he's not evil. He's just mentally unstable. Yeah, <laughs> listen, well, listen. I don't know. He listen. says devilishly good time. Evil? Maybe he's actually Satan. He might uh, actually be Satan, but here's the thing. <laughs> evil and unhinged but not entirely committed to it is the picture-perfect profile of a lifetime cop. God damn right. it. <laughs> yes, you're right. Uh, you know, I'm going to keep a running count of the teenagers with attitude might have problems with American law enforcement. <laughs> I'm just going to do that right now. We're up to one. Let's so, keep going. Uh, we're uh, we're, we're just starting one. today because like, this is not a new <laughs> yeah. stance for this podcast. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. But it, like in this episode, it's completely unavoidable and it's going to happen. Right, guys. So I think this we... season it's unavoidable, but we'll see. Right. <laughs> yeah, let's let's something to brace yourself for, folks, as we get oh, into the God. season where Bulk and Skull become police officers. So if we move... if, if it bugs you that that we're constantly talking about like uh, like ACAB motherfucker, like that's <laughs> that that's not going away anytime soon. Y'all. <laughs> so we cut back to the fight, and uh, the 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 ape sword beats up on Rito for a little bit. And then apparently he, this he episode... puts his swords together and that makes a bow staff thing. No, it, wait. Oh, yes, the ape sword. It, it, yes. it, it, it becomes like a double bladed lightsaber type deal. He puts his swords together and they become two swords. It's actually kind of cool. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Isn't there. You can I feel also. Like that's, just, that's in something. Just as a heads oh, up, I don't know if the Zord's going to do it, but on the toy, you can also um, attach them to the end of it and so so that the Zord has like Wolverine claws. It's pretty cool. Oh, oh cool. Sick. Um so then uh Rito gets a flamethrower. Not bad guys, but now it's time to introduce you to my little flamethrower here. I got 30 million cool BTUs just waiting for the chance to roast me some rangers. Ah! The heat is on he saw the frog do it and he's like this is a good this is a good idea. And, yeah <laughs> and I I mean like it literally shows him with, like, a fuel backpack. Like, it is a right. flamethrower. His um, arm turns into, like, the flamethrower arm cannon. He's, he's got, like, 3,000 cool BTUs for a chance to roast me some rangers. Yeah, and and I will say this. I In uh, in Legacy Wars, he has a flamethrower, and I was always like, what the fuck? He doesn't have a flamethrower. Well, there well, he does. Why were you wrong? <laughs> So I I forgot something. Doubting it, legacy that, wars. Yeah, apparently. So yeah, um, he he shoots uh the uh the crane zord. Also, he can block the crane zord's uh lasers literally with his hands. Well, yeah, which he, is he not is, he has the force. Yeah, apparently right. he's he's flamethrower Darth Vader. Yeah, and before you shit on the crane zord, he also does it with the falcon zord in repeated footage. Yeah. That is true. Yes, it's it's. It, I mean, like it's clearly a crane zord's laser still though, because like yeah, it's blue and everything. So they create the megazord, and man, it's a silly shot. Like it's fine. I, I actually like. I love it. the extended shot we get of the uh, frog zord's crotch as he like jumps. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, my favorite part is so once all the pieces like come together and it's just floating over the city like green. Oh, that's so such good. a it's bad so bit good. of CGI. It's so good. It's fucking it. Puma Man shit. The front projection <laughs> on over a right. city. Also, because because the hands are 
the ape zord and the wolf zord, and it's the heads that are the fists. He gets like little protective gloves yep. over the yep. two. Oh yeah, of them, no, that is that is replicated mm. in the toy. No, I told I you that. all this time ago, mouths can hold things. There you go. <laughs> you have the proof now. Now, now, let me ask you, uh, Simon, since you've watched yep. it more recently, though I know it's been a while. Do, <laughs> do can the Ninja Zor- Megazord hold things? Because I it should be. I think able he has to. a sword. I think he has a sword. I'm not. Yeah, no, like one hundred percent. The um the wolf's tail, I think, actually pops off and becomes a sword. Yeah, maybe. But but how would it hold them? It's like these gloves. Well, it's like that the, the, have... those gloves that are on the end of the mouths are clamps or hands of some kind. I think they might open. I'm Zach, not sure. Zach, I do need I do need to point out that the chest of the Megazord is a mouth holding something. Yeah, that's right. Okay. It's holding yes, a it's a, the bear is holding that like bar. Also, its crotch is just the face of the frog, and I love that every podcast I do ends up with crotch face. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh my, my favorite part is is when it when it uh when it poses, it is like basically thrusting the frog face crotch out. Yep. I, so. I love this. I love this pose because it was like in the Genesis movie game that you played a little bit on the stream. That pose. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Actually, I'm gonna save my complaint. I'm gonna save my complaint for later. So we'll, okay. We'll uh, I'll say with, with all the dunking we're doing on this Megazord, it looks a hundred million times better than the one in the movie. I, I love yeah, this I Megazord. Like this Megazord looks Megazord. great. I, I don't yeah. love the individual swords. I love the Ninja Megazord. I, yeah. I like I like the individual swords and I like the Ninja Megazord. And you guys were talking earlier about like have a the movement and stuff for the swords look good. And I think the frog actually like when it's like jumping towards the screen like looks pretty well animated. I don't know. The the the, I, the I mean, frames of animation are great, but the thing looks ridiculous. Ridiculous because of the like <laughs> megazord size legs it has to use. So the uh, so the ninja megazord punches with its like super. It's it has like a signature attack that's not a finishing move, kind of like the weird tornado thing that the thunder megazord would do. Which um, I'm into, and I'm also into the fact that like. When it punches with one of its fists, it does this weird strobe light thing where the fist turns into a picture of the face of the yeah. animal. There's one yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Right. It's like so a this way is, for this is where my complaint comes in, because the wolf and the ape are the only animals that get any special treatment here. Why, when it does its little crotch <laughs> thrust, do we not get a frog spirit? <laughs> that would be great. I would love that. Um, but I have to mention this, that the, the, the apparently the Megazord was trained by Yamcha because it knows Wolf Fang Fist. I was uh, going to say that, god damn you it. See, no, you see, uh, what I was going to go for is I was going to use, say it literally does Terry Bogard's Buster Wolf from King it, of Fighters. Yes, it's both of I'm those. I'm on the Dragon Ball podcast. It's my reference. <laughs> listen, listen, there is a long, proud tradition in Japan of wolf punches. Wolf punches. <laughs> There's one of the Tales series also, but yeah, okay. There you go. So it punches, it wolf punches either whichever flavor you would like, uh, the flamethrower off of Rito, yep. and then it eight punches him down. Yep. And then he, uh, the, the Ninja Megazord forms with the Falcon to be the Ninja Falcon Megazord, Thunder, Thunder Cougar Falcon Bird. Yeah, okay, so I figured out why it takes the Falcon Zord so long to show up, because apparently it's coming out of the fucking sun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's eight light minutes away, so it takes a long time to get there. Yeah. yeah. The spin so, kick thing he does, I, ca- I kind of love that. Like, that's that's Tommy's way of trying to, like, one-up Jason's uh, fucking Tyrannus Zord coming out of the volcano. It's like, Is it come that's out, comes the out of the volcano. Sun? Fuck, sun. fuck. I know, yeah. Storm my sword in the fucking sun. 
But Tommy, won't it take you a long time to shut the fuck up? You put it in the sun. <laughs> so then, um, Rito takes off with his jetpack that he also has that I didn't know about. I mean, I, it's the it's the fuel tank from the flamethrower that is now a right. jetpack. So you want to take to the skies, do you? Well, I can do that. And then the yeah, craziest spin kick yeah. in all of fucking. Power Rangers happens because you know that Sumaki Senpai, whatever it's called from Street Fighter. Yeah, the one from Ken and Ryu, and he does that and kicks Rito. And again, this was in the game that I had, the Genesis game. You could do that kick thing, and I was like, oh my god, it's like the video game. Yeah, in Street Fighter 2, the video game. No, in the in the Power Rangers one too. Let's not oh, overlook okay. the fact that Tommy attaches it instantly. The Super Megazord, whatever the fuck, suddenly does three spin kicks. Yes, yeah, but yep. it's very important that his Megazord do spin kicks. That, that, that's why you need the Falcon Zord for it. Well, like, he, he is the spin kick attachment. Like, it didn't have that power until he connected. Right, because you need the thrust from the wings to do it, so there you go. I mean, that's that's what you get if you're, like, fucking Mega Man and you beat Tommy Oliver somehow. Like, you get spin kicks, that's <laughs> oh, it. I was gonna say I was going to say during the actual Zord summoning sequence, like... As much as I'm not a fan of most of the individual Zords, and as much as a long Megazord summoning sequence is not usually a good thing, for the first, like, summoning of the Zords, the fact that, like, the entire Power Rangers theme song plays as, like, they get this extended intro was pretty high. Oh, yeah, there's a new verse to it that we don't usually hear, right? That plays in this part of it. Yeah, it's basically basically the full song without the extended Go-Go Power Rangers chorus at the end. Right. Yeah. Like, it was actually pretty... Like, I was getting pretty excited while that played. It was awesome. I was really into the, like, the super long, just extended summoning sequence of the new Zords until we get to about halfway through the episode and a slightly less long version of it happens <laughs> yeah, again. Right, yeah, yeah, that's, that's the problem. It was great for the first time because I was like, it's, this is the big introduction. Like, yeah, let's linger on this a bit. Let's get a nice good look at all these new toys. Speaking of Mega Man... Rito explodes like a maverick after this, and he's fine, though. You know, my old pappy always used to say, he who fights and runs away can run away another day. <laughs> so here's what happens. Uh, the Fa- Ninja Falcon Megazord, Superman punches, like he just flies at Rito with his fists out, punches him, and, and clearly this was, like, from the last appearance of this villain in the Sentai yeah, the, the, this is clearly the footage from when that guy dies in the Sentai. Yeah, because he explodes, and then there's this cool like skull with a like with a rose. It looks, and it, it looks it, like yeah. Actually, you know what it looks like? It looks like Captain Falcon, but he oh died, God. and then he has a rose. <laughs> yeah, in his that's mouth. fucking sick. <laughs> yeah, but it's really cool. Yeah, this and, is and, Captain and, Falcon's metal groups like album cover <laughs> logo and yeah. the, uh and which definitely needs to be a picture for the episode and then right. um he's just but rito says like he who fights and runs away lives to fight another day like he's dead i remember that catchphrase so well from my from my childhood he's definitely dead but they're like no nah, he's leaving like it's fine <laughs> well he is well, a skeleton we, immediately he's after already that dead. scene pause the pause the episode on the um Falcon Ninja Zord just standing there and gaze into the eyes of that frog crotch. (laughs) (laughs) It's dead red eyes just staring at you. Yeah. Now imagine it opening and like talking to you like Kermit the Frog. (laughs) Actually, imagine it opening and just 
firing a gigantic flame. <laughs> yes, yeah, no, imagine that. Yes. Oh, sh- that should be an attack he has. But um, I also like that when R- Rito is like not dying, but seriously dying. You guys, it sh- it shows like a uh, like a god a silhouette of like his human form because you guys mentioned yes. he's got a human form. Yeah, because he has a human form in the Sentai. Yeah, yeah, it does do that. A yeah, cool, a cool effect. Uh, Zed is like. There's a lot of Zed just fucking yelling at everybody in this episode. Yep. To be fair, they had a pretty good plan going, and it got completely fucked up, as usual. Like, I can, can't blame him. So, I really like that Rito isn't that upset. Like, they're like, how dare you, and whatever, and Goldar's like, I knew you couldn't do it, and, and Rito's just like, oh well, I'll get him next yeah, time. Well, yeah, no, because like, Rito yeah. is the, like, fuck-around little brother character who right. doesn't give a shit about anything. Exactly, yeah. He's like, well, I tried, I failed, ah, well. Yeah, he's like, we all make mistakes. He fails at everything in his life, so when he does fail, he, it doesn't hurt him anymore. He's just like, right. well, this is how it always ends, so it's fine. <laughs> and then Zed <laughs> yeah. is super angry yeah, at I, him and blah, blah, blah. I like it, I like it. Yep. So, then we cut down, back down to Balkan Skull doing uh, an obstacle course. Uh, they're moving through, like, the one of those tire jump thingies. Yeah, they're about to the tire jump, and then... And then an amazing song happens. See, yep. you guys say amazing and I don't get it. The song fucking sucks. It's, oh, it's, so good. it's, it's not amazing in that it's legitimately good. It's amazing in like how committed they are to this bit. Like it's it's a fucking like it's a fucking like uh hype up the troops song. And yep. it's like if you wanna be a cop, you've gotta be really good at being a cop. And it like it just it goes on and on and on. It's not, it's and not, what's great is it's it's not. It's not a wholly original song, like because Bulk and Skull's theme are in there. Yeah, it's it, like it is it's weird. This is how you describe this song. This is a song. This is if Randy Newman wrote a montage song because it is just described. <laughs> it's like if you wanna be a cop, you gotta do pull ups, then you do push ups. Then you run around. See, then you if, it had been, if it had been literally that, it would have been funny. But what we got was not <laughs> ridiculous enough to be funny for being bad. It was just bad. I disagree. I think it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> you got to be strong and brave. Shape it up. Shape it up. Balkan skull. Like it says Balkan skull in the in the song. Right. Which is great. Well, it is their training song. Now, the stuff that happens while the song plays is great because we get the shot of them doing pull-ups and then it pans down to show that they're sitting on the ground and the bar is, like, two feet up. Yes, yeah, it's, a, it's a series of them trying to cheat their way through the, like, the hangman's test or whatever and yeah. keep getting consistently caught by, by Lieutenant Stone, which, you know, they should be kicked out of the school by now, but whatever. Yeah, well, they clearly don't want to be there, but, like, <laughs> I, I do want to say it's, it's really, really refreshing because, like... In season two, because of their whole, like, subplot being, like, their harebrained schemes to capture the rangers, like, we actually didn't get a whole lot of, like, just Bulk and Skull, like, straight-up hijinks. Right, right? yeah, yeah. being you doofuses. Know? Yeah, we didn't get to see them just being fucking uh, just a couple of knuckleheads, and, like, 
this is this is that this is a lot of that we get we not only get this montage we cut away and do some other stuff and come back and there's more montage and of Vulcan the Skull. Same song. <laughs> they keep playing the same song it's so it's, it's a different stupid. part of the same song yeah. they, instead of doing the whole song and the whole montage in one go they split it up which i don't know why but whatever fuck it so he tries <laughs> to get over the wall and bulk tries to get over the wall and he can't and then we cut up to the moon and yep. Rita is looking at the Vampirus monster, which is kind of cool looking. I like it. It's like a it weird... It looks a bit like Majin Buu wearing a uh, Saiyan armor. I was yeah. going to say, it kind of looks like a final villain from a Kingdom Hearts game. And a scouter. Yeah. It, it looks but, like a Dragon Ball villain. But also mixed with like a, a shitty a vampire monster, kind of. Yeah. So Actually, yeah, it, it really reminds cool. me of... Like, Hopefully it's just one of those cool silent type monsters, right? That never says anything. <laughs> nope. It just looks Hold menacing. Hold on, Mike, and... you, you first before we talk about his voice. Well, what I was going to say is what it really reminds me of, and the voice does play into this. You ever play Spyro the Dragon? Yes. No. I haven't, but I'm aware of it. has been a long time. Remember the, the, the fucking egg thieves that you'd have to chase? Oof. Yeah, kind of. Yes. Yeah. You, you, you said Final Kingdom Hearts villain, uh, boss, but it actually looks like just like a generic... Uh, actual Kingdom Hearts, like, Heartless that you can fight. It looks oh, a lot yeah, it like kind of does look like a Heartless, yeah. So, anyway, Zed tells it's us to go... He's got a big old, like, Santa Claus hat-style cotton ball on the back of his head. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, so Zed tells it to go fuck up the temple, and uh, yeah, okay, so for some reason, here's what's weird. They gave it an Igor voice. Like, so yes, it sounds, well, Sort of, sort like of. That. It sounds like, it sounds like Peter Lorre doing a, like, a bad stereotypical Mexican accent. Now that's what I call ugly. Ugh. You may not be pretty, but he'll get the job done. That's better than I can say for you. Vampirus must destroy the temple and capture its power. Yes! In order to destroy the ranger's newfound powers, you must destroy the source first. Yes! If anyone can do it, Vampirus can! See? I didn't mess up after all! I brought you the Vampirus egg! I wouldn't be so smug, it hasn't worked out yet! Vampirus, my creature of darkness! Annihilate the Temple of Ninja Powers and destroy its keeper! <laughs> yes, my lord! Annihilate the Temple of Ninja Powers! I hear you, and I obey! <laughs> Haven't we oh, heard this it. voice before with like the weird fish monster who like eggs it, or some yeah, shit? Yeah, it was very similar to that the was, fish so monster. So that was more just yeah. straight Peter Lorre impression. This, this, this definitely to me has sounds a tinge like, like of... an Igor character, which is weird because like it's that... it's it's clearly the same person doing the voice. It's their same guy in their stable of actors. Right. He's doing the same thing he was doing when he did that, you know, guy who was obsessed with eggs. It's the same voice when he was doing the cactus, except he also, you know, threw a little bit of racism into that one. Mm-hmm. Uh it's it's just it's just that same voice. It's really goofy. Like uh yeah. <laughs> For sure. He also kind of looks like Oogie Boogie, I'm just realizing. Oh yeah. The face. That too. Uh so then we cut to the command center, and they're they're all helping to repair the command center. Which, like, that's very funny because it's just these pieces of cardboard they're putting right. back. It's like, remember in the yeah, movie when I we tech. just like kind of fixed this with magic. That would have been nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, the, their solution in the series is that the command center is now modular, so you can just break any little piece of it, and it breaks apart like a Lego set or something. Well, considering how many times this command center gets trashed, that was a good call. 
Right, yeah. It, it's yeah. easier to build in points of failure into the console so that you can just put it together back again easier after that. <laughs> yeah. I I am kind of surprised to see like the Rangers all coming together and helping to have to rebuild it. Like this yeah. is the kind of shit the show usually kind of glosses over. Right. Like how to clean up and repair things after well, like either the Rangers or Bulk and Skull inevitably fucking destroy shit. Well, here's the thing. There's like 5 minute I don't okay. This episode is structured really weirdly because they do a fight, a big fight, they win. Then, like, they don't, like, nothing happens for, like, five minutes. Like, there's literally shots of them going, like, so So Zordon is, says, like, my scanners are de- detecting uh, something bad. I love this concept. His, his, like, danger alert thing can pick up. There is danger somewhere, but they don't know where it is. Right, so they're all like, well, I guess we just continue to live our lives and wait for something bad to happen. Like, that's basically what they say. It's like you hear the smoke detector going off, but you can't figure out which smoke detector it is. You just let it go. (laughs) What happens is they're like, everything seems okay, and then they're like, try a solar system, and like, they, they, they conclude that nothing is like, wrong on Earth. What's going on? My sensors are picking up a disturbance. I'm standing Angel Grove now. The neighborhoods are quiet. Try the youth center. Everything seems okay. Alpha, try the solar system. Oh no, the solar scanner still isn't working properly. Well, we do know one thing. There isn't anything here on Earth. We'll just have to keep an eye out for any trouble. Which we which just confirms that the, the desert of despair is on a different planet, right? And it also confirms that it's on Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, or Neptune. Yeah, right. <laughs> but right. also, it, they also say like, "Well, we do know one thing: this isn't anywhere here on Earth." They only looked at Angel Grove, so does right. that confirm that that's the last city on <laughs> <Yes>. Earth? <laughs> It's yeah, like yeah. It's, it's the yeah whole they check the, they check like the park and then they specifically do that that classic aerial shot of the gym and juice bar right, uh, right. that I don't know if we're gonna keep seeing that because the gym and juice bar is like outside now uh, yeah, we do right. get we do get an aerial shot of some random suburb somewhere yeah mm-hmm. that's true mm-hmm. so, so did Stone Canyon collapse no they just <laughs> well, don't give don't a shit know. about what happens to Stone Canyon yeah, apparently they don't care okay, yeah. fair enough so, fair enough. Uh, at this point, yeah, they're just, like, looking around for... So, so, yeah, they're just, like, looking around for bad guys, and there aren't any, so, great. Back to cops, training. Well, I guess the alarm's just broken. Yeah. <laughs> so, they just cut back to Vulcan Skull, who are, like, I get that they're dumb, but they're, like, going backwards through yep. people who are clearly going the other way. It's, yeah. Right. Uh, they continue to... There, there's like a you have to push open a door thing. That's a weird one. I don't know if I've seen. I mean, breaking that and before. entering is a tried and true cop. Like <laughs> that's that's true. Part of the cop. No, yeah, you've got to get through a door I quickly mean, the, so you can be ready to shoot whoever's on the other side. Number regardless three. of you know what they've done. That 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 whole like training grounds thing looks like a real thing. It, it looks like they just went to a place where they do this actual sort of training regimen and went through it. Yeah, well, it looks like it looks like they went to one of those um, like weekend like team togetherness boot camp things that and I, yeah. really bad companies will like send you on. 
I can see how like bashing through a door would be a thing in cop training because you do need to do that sometimes, I guess. But yeah, I was I was gonna say like between Bulk and Skull becoming cops and like toward the end of the episode, Aisha has a line about like their commitment to being Power Rangers and like somebody says like fucking to serve and protect. I think it's Adam. Like I think they might have like had a deal with like some local police academy. It's like we'll let you shoot some episodes on our like obstacle course, but you gotta you gotta have your show say a lot of like cop things for a while. <laughs> yeah. So, um, one of the lines in the in the thing here is remember that one of us represents all of us. So just keep that in mind when they say you know. Uh, yeah, so anyone bad cop apple represents the entire force, right? Uh, yeah. Number four. So <laughs> so the. Uh, the door, the door keeps opening and closing, and then it opens. Like Lieutenant Stone opens it, and Bulk and Skull are on the other side of it. <laughs> what the fuck are they hiding? They're sk- sitting. <laughs> they're sitting in tires, and uh, they are they are holding umbrellas, parasols, very colorful, really. very colorful parasols, like these and are- like fruity mm. drinks, and they're just like Bulk sipping finally them. Finally, learned how to control his clown magic. That's the only way <laughs> yeah, they could have gotten true. this stuff. You used it for good for once. Um, Actually, so, I think they did it to be lazy pieces of shit, but... Well, okay, yeah. that's also true, yeah. But, but, but uh, like how we're hiding from Lieutenant Stone. Lieutenant Stone's like, it's just like, it's a door, but he's like not on the other I, side of it. He's like on the edge of it, so he's just going to look over and see them. Like, so, <laughs> so anyway, this like... This little scene let ends with him like doing an exaggerated I'm so angry like face to the camera and then slowly closing the door with an ex- upset expression and what we don't see is him mercilessly beating these two teenagers. Yeah, I kind of got that impression of that scene too. <laughs> yeah, let's uh let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. If you want to be a cop, then you got to get in shape. Gotta jump a six foot wall, gotta swim a giant lake. Gotta run for 15 miles, gotta make it through the maze. Gotta be like Superman, you gotta be strong and brave. Shape it up, shape it up, shape it up. Let's go, boys. Shape it up, shape it up. Howdy, everybody. Zach here. Uh, No, not that Zach, a different one. I, um, I host a show on audio intro... Mm, okay. I'm the Zach whose podcast is about brightly colored heroes who fight... Okay, I hear it. I hear what I'm saying. I'm the Zach who can drink water. There we go. Got it. Okay. All Along the Watchtower, it's another podcast here on the Audio Entropy Network. We're rewatching the DC Animated Universe show by show because we looked at the other rewatch podcast and said, that's cool. What if we did six shows at the same time? Uh, we got new episodes Wednesdays. Anyways, uh, sorry for intruding, and uh, go back to your regularly scheduled Power Rangers. Bye. Said a joker to the if you want to be a cop, then where they do the form? Proudly display the badge and help your fellow man. Then you gotta stand up straight. You can't look like a mess. Remember, one of you represents all of us. All right, everybody, welcome back. Uh, unfortunately, Simon, uh, Lieutenant Stone, busted his door down and dragged him off to police academy. So uh, he's not going to be able to continue joining us. 
but I do have his list of votes for the teenies. Like ever, like he's a cop now, so we're kicking him off the podcast. No, he'll be back. He just has to go through uh, rigorous training right now. Uh, so, um, keep it up, keep it up, keep it up, Dad Simone. Simone. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. So, um, at this point, the vampirus is, uh, or, or Bulk and Skull keep hiding from Lieutenant Stone. He finds them in like a concrete tunnel that they're hiding in. And he's just at like, one, at one point, they're they're like running through a cactus patch for some reason. Through. Yeah. Through a cactus patch. So the, the idea is that Bulk and Skull took a wrong turn when they were supposed to be jogging in line with everybody, and they go through a cactus patch, but the way they set up the shot, and I mean, it's understandable that Jason Nery and Paul Schreier are not going to run through a field of cactuses for this fucking show. Well, yeah! But, but they try to fake it, like, with with them, like, running behind a patch of cactuses, but they're so far away from the cactuses that it is just unbelievably obvious that that's, that it's not what's happening. It looks kind of cartoony. Like, they could have, at the very least, like, put more cactuses behind them so there was some illusion of, like, yeah, it was bad. These cactuses were just there on the obstacle course that they went to, though. There's no way they set these Oh, up. yeah, no, absolutely. Like, I would I would wager that the most, if not all, of the gags in these montages are ad-libbed. I don't think there was any setup. Yeah. It's like, okay... We got a couple guys who are good at the comedy thing, and we got an obstacle course for the weekend. Figure it out. We need like yeah. We we need you you all to make like five hours of footage so we can trim it down to about three minutes. Go. <laughs> Did we mention the part where Bulk is able to jump over it, and like Skull's like just so proud of his boyfriend? He's like he's so athletic. Yeah, that does happen. That's a good. <laughs> I one. love it. It's really so, good. Okay, they they're like yeah, you know he Lucas Stone basically says like. I'll be on your ass if you guys keep okay, screwing okay, around. Okay, but, you know. we gotta, we gotta, we gotta characterize this because Bulk and Skull are trying to crawl through a like concrete culvert and are just so exhausted they just stop inside there and are just they're just sitting there like gasping for air. Like, what we shouldn't, we shouldn't have done this. We're in way over our heads. And then Lieutenant Stone, who is laying on top of the thing, like drops his head down, is looking at them upside down. <laughs> He's like a demon. He's, He's like, like, hey, boys. I can be your best friend or I can be your worst nightmare. <laughs> yeah. I like so, it. <laughs> he can be your angle so, or your uh, demon. It's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's really comforting to know that the rest of the season is going to be Bulk and Skull slowly wearing this man down and costing him his job. Right. I don't feel like he has a whole lot going for him at the moment. Like, I, That's a t- time bomb just ticking. So Vampirus shows up at the temple and he- Yeah! I call upon Ninja, keeper of the temple of Ninja Power! <laughs> you are not worthy enough to darken the entrance to this temple! We'll see who's worthy after I destroy this temple and you along with it! Ha! You and what army, you overgrown bat! No army, just evil friends! <laughs> Calls Ninja out, which seems like a weird, weird move. Wouldn't you just start? Yeah, smashing he, he it just with... he just appears in the scene. He's like, Ninja, hey, Ninja get the fuck play. out of here! Eat my dick. Yeah. What? Uh, wait, wait. What did Mike say? Then, um, <laughs> Nothing. Don't worry about it. Ninja comes out and he's like, "Hey, what's up? I'm gonna smash your temple up now. I'm gonna fuck it up." 
and, and it's just like Ninja, I don't think so. Yeah, and then the bus goes, like, I think so, and then yeah. Zed and Rita make him grow. Zed and Rita grow him. I love this new grow thing with where they they both do it with their with their respective yes, it's, magic it's stays. Great. It's really good. Mm-hmm. I I wish I I'm glad that they aren't drawing it out more, but I kind of wish they did the whole chant every time. That would be great. Yeah. So he says, um, What now, Ninja? <laughs> I have a few tricks of my own. Oh, really? <laughs> it's been a while, but it sure feels good. Come on, blue boy. As you <laughs> wish. I love Ninja so much. Uh, and then Ninja uh, can just grow. He can just it's grow. Start, yeah, he can just do that. The best scene ever, and then he's like, he's like, his chest emblem flashes up, his explosion behind him, and it's the best. He's so yeah. cool. <laughs> like he could just grow himself. Which so again, the Power Rangers need Ninjor and the Temple to function, but Ninjor can already grow super huge and has nu- like ninja superpowers. Like, what the fuck do we need the Rangers for? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll see. I, I mean, that's actually pretty reasonable because, like, why have one super big badass dude when you can have multiple super big yeah, badass okay, dudes? Fair, fair, fair. Also, I appreciate this because there's there are few tropes that bug me quite as much as the like mystical guardian of some ancient power who is completely helpless to protect the power or himself. Right. Yeah. That's so true. the setup here is kind of weird because it. it like, when I was watching this, it's like, okay, so Ninja's gonna, like, start fighting this dude, he gets the upper hand initially, the fucking vampirist, or whatever the fuck his name is, does the weird magic thing, and he, like, takes him to the hell dimension, and then he's, Ninja's like, oh, no, I'm weakened, and it's like, okay, now the rangers are gonna show up and help. N- no. Ninja's <laughs> just like, eh, you know what, fuck this like, shit. Dude has access to mystical ninja powers, and he's not, you're telling me he's not gonna start uh, dipping into that supply himself? Yeah, yeah, no, that's exactly what he does, and it's weird, too, because it's a bizarre sort of consistency I don't expect from the show. He's like, ninja powers fucking rule, and they kick ass, and yeah. honestly, <laughs> as demonstrated in this episode... Ninja powers rule, and they kind of kick ass. <laughs> so let's let's take this one step at a time here. So, uh, I, I I do I do want to read this one note I took verbatim, if I can. Okay. Go for uh, it. Quote: Ninjors fucking PlayStation One Tetris game ass theme music. Yes. Oh yes, <laughs> it's it so very... good. I love it. Yeah, it's very. I I like it. It's it's good. Um, so, okay, at this point, we do go to the command center, uh, they find out that Ninjor's temple is under attack. We've talked and about exp- this in recent episodes, but man, is David Yost just so over this whole Power Rangers gig. <laughs> Everything he's done, and every line he's delivered this episode has been so half-assed. Right, but he's here for another season. <laughs> well, it's, it's wild because, like, Amy Jo Johnson is also very clearly done with all of this, but she leaves by the end of the season. David Yost is still going to be here for, like, a few more years. Yeah, it's crazy. So, I mean, um, he <laughs> hasn't had the best experience here, but he basically gets paid to put in the laziest performances. So I can't blame him <laughs> for milking that cow as long as he did. Right, so, so Zordon says, Both Ninja and the Temple are key elements to maintaining your powers. If either one falls into Lord Zed's hands, all will be lost. Can't let that happen. Well, what should we do? It's Morphin' time! So they go to Morph. 
One thing to note is that when they summon their Zords, which I don't think I mentioned before, they actually do like a stance that matches their their animal, their new animal. Yeah. Um, at least some of them. I mean, frog. I don't really know what you would do. Uh, I mean, I do. <laughs> which there probably is a frog style. Go into the go into the fetal position and start sucking your thumb, or you know, breathe, <laughs> breathe fire. You keep right. ripping on frogs, but frogs are like legitimately like a like a thing in in like Japanese mythology and, know, and like ninja but, mythology. I know, but <laughs> you look, take one look at Adam, and you're like, or at least I'm like, I can't like not. Now, okay, rip imagine on this if he dude. got down on all fours in like a crouching position and like did a like sort of a like um, head motion to represent riveting. <laughs> I'd be pretty happy. <laughs> yeah, I'd like. Do that. you guys notice the shot of like? G Ranger in here, just for like no reason. Yeah, so just have they a shot. randomly pull out this. I guess the only shot from G Ranger they could find that was all the Rangers standing together with one Ranger like angrily pointing and ranting at something off like off the screen was just the Yellow Ranger. So Aisha gets to give the speech. Right. Yeah. Now, I just also- want to say I fucking hate the new morphing sequence because they just shout out like White Ranger power, and then we get a really bad yeah. CGI like. 60s Batman-esque helmet shot, and... So I like that part, but I don't like that they don't say the animal anymore. I I like... Yeah, I like the special effects part. It's definitely... It looks terrible. The whole... The the call-outs are just really boring. It's bad. (laughs) I don't mind the helmet thing. I don't like the random flashes. I don't like those. What I I would say, I don't don't mind... Yelling uh, out the names of fucking dinosaurs was awesome. (laughs) <laughs> yes, I, I do mourn the loss of the yelling out the names of dinosaurs. Yeah, but that's what I As far I as the visual effects, I think it's the best one so far. Yeah, agreed. I like, like that Because here's part. the thing. The, the originals were very boring. Like, it was, it was just their arms and head floating in this weird lightning space. And then the season two ones were even lazier. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like, the, I like the transformation part, but I do agree that, like... Blue Ranger is not nearly as fun as Triceratops. Like, no no way. That's something we're going to need to get used to, though, isn't it? Like, don't I, most of the seasons, it, it they just say, depends like... depends on the season. It, it, like, a lot of... Sometimes it's even more elaborate. Like, in Wild Force, which I, I know Simon's not here uh, to bash on, but I kind of like. Uh, they all have... It's like... like um, They have animals, but they give them, like, superlatives. So it's like... Iron Bull, and, like, that's what they call out. Right, yeah, and then you become, just, a, wait, wait, then you become a really bad uh, sadomasochist. Yeah. Okay, yes. They, they're, that's, no, different thing. <laughs> but, the, the, the way you the know Dragon's I mean. character, like, Iron Bull, is in Power Rangers? Yes, that's, exactly. Yeah, that's the reference no. I was going for, right? Oh. <laughs> so, so there's a, real quick, Bull? real quick, like hold on, real like quick, three-way who would win? <laughs> Iron Bull versus Bald, Bald Bull from Punch-Out!, Versus Black Bull from F Zero. I mean, Dragon Black Age Bull. makes it very clear that Iron Bull wins three ways. Black Black Bull, Black God. Bull, because he has a car <laughs> and he'll run over the other two at like Mach eight million. <laughs> yeah. So there are seasons where they have names, and there are okay, seasons okay, where okay, okay. But one, one more bull. Can I throw it into the mix? General Raubon from fucking FF fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. So I appreciate so that. So it just depends on the season. There are also ones where they say like a number or like yeah, like in uh, in space in space they just type a code into their communicator watches. Hold on, I need to throw in one more bull. Big bull Crocker. 
Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Why there are we, we go. doing this? Let's move on. Okay. Okay. So they morph. They I'm sorry, summon Zach, their... there's just a lot of bull. There's uh, <laughs> they summon their zords, and then I don't know what the zords do. They have like a picnic for a while? Cause they're standing there next to Vampirus and Ninjor. Like they're looking at him, yelling at him. They summon their zords, and then Ninjor and Vampirus Wait. fight for three minutes. There's water behind yeah. them, but they're supposed to be in the desert of despair. Okay, so well, so Zach, what we see, I'm what confused. we see, no, they're back. They're back home. Yeah, no, Zach, they're back home. Zach, yeah, but like Ninjor and Vampirus aren't back home. Right. So yeah, and no, going here, to help hey, them. Oh, everyone, shut up. I've got this. I'm sorry. <laughs> So we see them call out, but those summoning sequences are set on Earth in Angel Grove where they summoned them. So the Zords have a long ways to go before they can help Ninjor on Ninjor Planet. Okay, okay. great. Yeah, Fair. makes more so, sense. While, so, while the Rangers are farting around, uh, again, I would like to read from my notes if that's okay with all of you. Uh-huh. Uh, Ninjor rides a cloud, then goes to hell. Some fucking Looney Tunes bullshit of just like popping around. Where'd you go? No one's that fast. Never underestimate the power of ninja. And you should never underestimate the power of vampires. Hey, what is this? Welcome to my playground, Ninja. You still think you have what it takes to defeat me? I cannot let Lord Satan's evil forces win! Kimberly did this last episode, too. Vampirus tries to attack Ninja, and he, like, basically teleports around. Instant transmission, yeah. He's just Goku. He's also just fucking with him. Like, Ninja is great. I love Ninja. And one of the things I love about Ninja is that he posts, he, he says, paint me like one of your French girls. And he does like a <laughs> sideways sexy pose, which is in, it's, it's the, on the loading screen of, uh, Legacy Wars. And I was like, Ninja doesn't do that shit, and he totally does. What's <laughs> happening stupid. to you? Also, I love <laughs> this shot of a ninja toy on a little a styrofoam cloud being carried around by right. a wire. So then he summons the, the cloud that Goku has, which I'm sure is based on something, but uh, from Japanese yeah. folklore. It's I fucking Journey to the West. I was about to say Journey to the West. Okay, is, is that Chinese. where it's from? Got it. Yeah. So, yeah. But so yeah, he has a cloud that he rides around on and. Boy, it's hilariously bad. It's the best. Like, it's remember, good. remember how um, to show Tommy on top of the Dragon Zord, they just stuck a little Green Ranger toy on top of the Dragon Zord stop like puppet. That's what they're doing here, except it's a cloud, and the cloud is on strings, so the whole thing like wobbles, but Ninja yeah, doesn't I think, move. I think it's on he's a, a toy. single wire. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's really goofy. And he, like, slashes it. They spared every expense on this. Yeah. Uh, Ninja's like, hey, Vampirus, you're just kind of a fucking chump, aren't you? And Vampirus is like, yeah, but I can teleport us to hell. And then he does. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then they're just in hell now. So they go to hell. And (laughs) and Ninja is, is, like, dying slash weakened. 
But then Evil makes me so angry. <laughs> yes, my favorite thing ever happens, which is that Ninjor is so mad at the concept of evil. See, I think this is why I I characterize him as Marvin the Martian because that's just straight up a Marvin the Martian line. <laughs> Erica, <laughs> I, I know you're you're probably putting tons of bits and pieces into this, but please include Ninjor's rant about how mad evil makes him because yes! it's the best <laughs> thing. Uh, evil makes me so angry. Now what? Bad just burns me up. <laughs> no! I'm up to good ninja power now. He's so angry that evil exists that he gets superpowers, which okay, is... So I have, I have he just question. activates his alt mode because he is a zord. Is, is Go ahead, it, Matt. Is it weird that when this happened, the first thing I immediately thought of was the hit trauma movie, The Toxic Avenger, because, like, the same <laughs> thing happens there. It is no. kind of Toxic Avenger-y, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, so, Joel, do you have a theory here you want to share? It's not a theory. Watch what happens. He is a Zord yeah. transforming into an alt mode. Yeah, the, the thing turns, is, like... He turns into computer graphics. Well, so we <laughs> talked about, like, it's... what is Ninjor? Is he a robot? Or is he a person in a suit? Like, what's going on? Well, he literally can't be a person because his head, like flips around yeah, you know those power rangers toys where like they have their like teen human heads and then it flips into their chest and the helmets flip out yeah it's exactly yeah it's that. like that yeah it's it's exactly that and that means he can't have a human head because it would kill him also, to do right. this also yeah. then so, like, also then like the like legs of his pants slide down revealing his metal endoskeleton yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is true. But it's he, he, it's worth noting that this transforming sequence, they don't like have toys that move around like they do when they're showing the Zords morphing. He he just goes CGI, and we're talking yeah, goes, some fucking nineteen ninety six ass television now, CGI. Now, Mike, it's it's somehow better. He's stuck somehow better than the CGI from the Power Rangers movie. Mike, Mike here's what <laughs> happened though. He's stuck in Hell Dimension right now, and he needs to summon these powers from Ninja Dimension. So he has to go digital to like cross those streams. <laughs> so also he like so, so his like shoulder pads flip up. His if I legs, may, he's like, he's connecting to the Ninja Grid. Oh my <laughs> his god! Legs change. And he's, he gets, like, a samurai helmet, and he's just like, behold the power of ninja, which as, is as my cool favorite thing. As cool as this thing. is, I, I kind of like his other design more. It looks Yeah, I, I do, too. <laughs> I, I like his other well. design more as a character, but I feel like I feel like this being, like, his battle form is really cool. Yeah, no, this makes yeah. a lot of sense, as this is my, you know, combat mode. So he stabs the bad guy out of hell with his big floppy sword. It's so floppy! Boy, is that a sentence <laughs> that I love. <laughs> I just I just love that we just fucking go to hell with no explanation. His, his sword is so floppy and it's because I mean anytime I, they I make love a that prop, we here at Teenagers with Attitude know a lot about floppy swords. Ladies and gentlemen, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> the floppiest wink, wink. Of swords. Floppy swords and going to hell. Yes, we're all familiar yeah. with these things. Yeah, both of those things. Anyway, at this, anyway that was enough time for the um, ninja zords to run to his planet from Earth. They fucking walked there. It's nuts. Yeah. 
So they they form the Megazord. <laughs> they walk through space. It's fine. Then Ninjor Hadokens, like literally Hadokens him, uh, and then they use their super finishing move from the Megazord to finish off the vampires. The Rangers don't really do shit here. If we're no, yeah, they, they do the pretty much yeah, Ninjor. Yeah, they, 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 by the time they showed up, Ninjor had things under control. It's a fucking kill yeah. steal. It yes, really it is. is. <laughs> and Ninja seems fine with it, but I'd be like, bullshit, where the fuck? Like, this is some seriously, like, some Kung Pao enter the sh- fist, I'm coming shit. <laughs> where the Rangers are just, like, sitting over in their fucking corner, like, playing with themselves, being like, Zord Power, while just fucking Ninja just beats this guy's uh, ass. Yeah, it's great. I also think, um, like, <laughs> the best part is, to me, is that as soon as he finishes, he just turns back into, like, normal mode. He's just like, oh, that was fine. I, you know, it, it really wasn't that big a deal. But it, like, wasn't that big a deal. He, he I kinda, guess not. He, he, he pretty really confidently, be- Yeah, he pretty yeah. confidently beats this dude's ass. It's like, yeah. oh, shit. It's like, over, so it's like he- if Tommy, like, was fighting a, a monster or whatever, and then as soon as he, like, finishes him off and, like, he turns around and the monster's exploding in the background, he just demorphed. Right, That'd be pretty sweet. Actually. Which would be fucking cool, awesome. Actually. That would be great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. We're like, I get, like again, we're we've been told that Ninja is fucking powered by anger. So I guess that the the fight is over. He just unhulks. I guess. <laughs> powered by. He's like, anger. oh, evil is gone. I'm less angry now. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, just like the Toxic Avenger. <laughs> yeah. So he, we cut up to the moon, and Zed is like, fools. I am surrounded by complete. Get him next time. Hey, let's see a great big smile, Ed. Zed! Zed, you sniveling weasel! Z-E-D-D! My name is Lord Zed! Oh, it's Zed! I got it, Ed! Oop, I did it again. Sorry. Hello, boys and girls! Are you ready for Zed's <laughs> spelling lesson? I want to give credit. <laughs> I want to give credit to the, the people involved with making Lord Zed a character on the show. Um, you know, suit actor, voice, everything. Um for having Zed, who's, whose levels go from, like, 9.5 to 10, they somehow managed yeah. to sell him flipping out, like, above and yeah. beyond really normal. Good. Yeah, that's true. He, he He's cool. His whole body is, like, shaking. He's so fucking pissed that he can't yeah. get his name right. <laughs> yeah, he's glowing red. Like, it's... God, the Moon Crew yeah. is so great. Like, I mean, they've always been great, but now they're, like, really extra great now with Rito in the mix. Like, Zed was fine. I liked Zed okay in season two. Zed plus Rita is great. Zed plus Rita and Rito to have like that, mul- those multiple things to play off. Like, he's so much fun. <laughs> yeah. But, so, but we're <clears throat> missing Gormulok from Power Rangers movie or whatever the fuck that pig guy's name oh, was. Oh, Mordant, the pig yeah. man? Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. we're missing him though. <laughs> yeah, it's sad. So I mean, clearly the answer that they just had never stumbled onto before is just have a sizable moon crew and give them all stuff to do. Right. You think Finster's still around? He's oh, he's still, still around. around. Yeah. He's, he's done stuff in this four-parter. Oh, yeah. shit. I don't yeah. know why, how I forgot well, that. So, yeah, okay, so yeah, it was basically it. after Rita showed up, like, she, like, went and found wherever Finster had retired to and was like, hey, buddy, I, uh, I need monsters again. Yeah. So we cut uh, back to the command center. Finster? And, and- 
I haven't heard that name in such a long time. We did that joke already. (laughs) It's a good joke. Zordon's like, good job, everybody. Go over to the the, um, viewing globe because someone wants to talk to you. And then they do a joke where where Ninjor doesn't understand technology, and it's the best. I love that he's, <laughs> he's like an old grandma you're trying to Skype with, and he's looking at the wrong place. It's oh, ay, ay, ay. I'm so excited I can burst the gasket. Now don't do that, Alpha. That was excellent work, Power Rangers. I could not be more proud of you. Now, if you would, please observe the viewing globe. There is someone who has been waiting to speak to you. Hello? Can you hear me? Is anyone there? Over here, Ninjor. <laughs> Turn around. Oh, there you are. Congratulations on a job well done, Power Rangers. Now that you have mastered the art of ninja powers, we can join forces to protect the Temple of Power from the evil which inhabits the universe. You got it, Ninjor. Yeah, to protect and serve. He's turned the wrong way for the camera, which doesn't make a lot of sense because the viewing globe is magic. And it can just look anywhere, but whatever. Yeah, right, but fine. yeah, but he can't. But he can't look anywhere. Like he has to be looking at, I assume, a specific portal or something to see them. That's true. This is a two-way communication, which is not how they normally use the viewing globe. He turns. They're like, "Hey, over here, Ninjor," and he turns around, um, and they're like, "Hey, how's it going?" He's like, "Oh, great job. Uh, we're a- we're allies now. We're like buddies." Uh, I can come help you when you need it. Um, I'm sure I'll be there like maybe three times because that's how this usually works. <laughs> yeah, they are. They are allies in the same way they are allies with the masked rider. Let's be honest. I have to assume Ninja comes up more often than oh, masked rider. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yes. masked I mean, rider the will never for- be seen again. The preview for next episode has Ninja with the Power Rangers, so right. Yeah, and he says like, "Focus on our collective energy, and I'll know." Uh, yeah, and, two things. Yeah. They're probably not going to do it, but I would love if, like, the sort of character focus of the next season is, like, Ninja coming to Earth and having to learn modern Earth customs. God, that would <laughs> be, be so good! <laughs> it would be good. Uh, also, I want you all to go to 1723 in the Netflix. I somehow didn't notice this the first two times I watched this four-parter. Okay. Rocky's fucking haircut, though. Yeah. Yeah. He has a straight down the middle part, and it does not work for him. He needs something else. It's not The straight down the middle part was a thing we did a lot in the 90s, and it didn't work for anybody. No. (laughs) He looks really bad. Um, I mean, and that's the closest I get as he talks like a cop, so I'm kind of okay with it. (laughs) So, yeah, they, they... they say, okay, well, you know, we'll, we'll call on you when we need you, and everything's great. And then the Rangers go to Balkan Skull's graduation ceremony with Ernie. And I don't, I still don't understand the Rangers' relationship with Balkan Skull. It's very confusing. I don't get it. They've done some, like, soul searching. They've seen the school counsel- guidance counselor or whatever and realized that they have been, you know, horrible, like, you know, bullies yeah. and emotional abusers to these two boys and are trying to make things right. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> okay, that's... Even, even leaning into the show's own canon. Like, they, they even talk about the fact that, like, as far as they're concerned, Bulk and Skull signing up for this junior police force is the two of them finally cleaning up their act and turning their lives around and 
becoming well, good and productive they, members of society. They haven't so, been bullies for a whole season, at least. Like they not yeah. really. They 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 still did goofy crap, but they haven't been bullies. Like yeah, it, even even first, within the show's canon, where Bulk and Skull at least originally were bullies. I mean, they really weren't, but the show considered them to be. They just kind of been ancillary jerks who are just sort of on the edges of the Power Rangers' lives for about a year now. So. I will say that that. Specifically, Kimberly is like cheering for them in this scene, which is great. But the first time we're introduced to Bulk and Skull, they literally try to grab uh, Trini and Kimberly. So, like, yes, you're right. They're never effective bullies. But character wise, like, yeah, yeah. That said, I do like I do like at least and the show doesn't do a great job of it because the show doesn't do a great job of anything. (laughs) I do like the idea of starting off with the cliche like antagonistic bully characters in this weird fucking Saved by the Bell-ass superhero story, and then, like, when those characters end up sticking around for, you know, two seasons, because the show's lasting longer than anybody expected, like, okay, well, we have to have somebody grow as characters, but right. we made we made our protagonists basically super goody-goody perfect kids. Who who gets to have a character arc? I guess yeah. the bullies? No, I, yeah. lo- I love that. I actually really like that, that they've grown. Like It's like yeah. Flash Thompson in Spider-Man. It's just, yes, it's just kind of weird, because, like, they never... Yeah, I'm really looking forward to Balkan Skull getting alien symbiotes and becoming, like, <laughs> yeah. superheroes. After they lose their legs? <laughs> I mean, they go to space and then turn into chimpanzees, so... Yeah, basically they do the show same the thing Rangers and Balkan, and Balkan Skull, like, doing stuff at the same places, and it's never really been clear, like... Did they go, hey, Bulk and Skull, come skate, or, like, skating with us? Or did they just show up there? And it seems like it's more likely that, okay, yes, they are friends. It's just they don't really show that so much. It's, but I like this scene. They're, they're, they're all there for their graduation. Their parents are not, which is, I mean, they're, they're, unless they are, Ernie is there, so. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we, 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 and Ernie's like, oh, I'm so proud of them. Like, it's really cute. But, um, I mean, those parents could be there and we just don't focus on them. Like, it's both their possible parents. they're like in the background. Yeah. They're I not just there. Let's cut the bullshit. <laughs> no, we've met their parents. We know what they look like. We'd, we'd be able to see them in the crowd. <laughs> yeah. So, because Bulk and Skull, or Bulk's parents are like normal and then Skull's parents are like punks, right? Yep. That's the deal. Yeah. Okay. Um, so. They're cheering for Balkan Skull. Skull's parents are probably so mad that he's oh, become yeah. a cop. He's a, a cop. fucking narc? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would be too. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love the way, like, especially Jason Narvi, like, struts down the aisle behind oh, all the other officers. I, I love that when Kimberly says, like, way to go, uh, Balkan Skull, Skull does, like, blows a kiss. Like, it's, it's so, the Skull-Kimberly thing is so weird because, like, it's usually- You mentioned how they assaulted them in, like, the well, first episode yes, of Tribe. Exactly. And every other like, time, like, Skulls come off as a super creepo. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. like- But also, on some level, it's kind of nice the way that, like, as Skull has gotten better as a person, and he has, you know, in fits yes. and starts- Kimberly starts to warm up to him as he actually genuinely stops being like, such a jackass. Right, and like to 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 this scene's credit, like the way he does it doesn't come off as like a creepy no. like I'm hitting on no. you thing. It's more of a just I'm goofing around. Yeah, yeah, I, I like it. So so then um he he says you know 
about face after they all line up, and obviously Bulk and Skull knock everyone down because yeah, they antics. Fuck it up. Uh, and and Lieutenant Stone gives them their badges, and then he's like. I'm going to make you boys do parking ticket detail for the rest of your lives. They and kind of just, why he stabs it in oh, their hands. No, that's not yeah. kind of important. He hits on his badges like Skull, pointy end first. Skull needs like 10 seconds to yank this thing out of his palm. Yeah, apparently he's got tetanus now. That's actually <laughs> fucked up. Like, yeah. what really the shit? Hey, a police so officer casually uh, abusing and harming minors and <laughs> laughing about it? What a surprise. <laughs> Number six. <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, like, what? Okay, like, I can think of the only reason these guys got through is because he wants to torture them. Because, like, they weren't, they didn't do well. I mean, they improved, but, like. <laughs> little, little does he know that he will be tortured for the next two seasons. Good. So. Fuck this guy. I hate yeah. him. Yeah. But really, the best part, the best part of the scene is as soon as they get their badges and they. They hold them up and, and turn and smile to the audience, and the rangers start to clap for them. The fucking joggers run by again. <laughs> yeah. There is yeah. no reason for those joggers to be jogging through this ceremony. That would be awful. Clearly, this is it's both just a, superpower. It's a, really, it's a yeah. really great, just silly gag, and I love it. Remind me of, uh, by the way. It's remarkably, it's like no one like stops and like what, reacts to it, like... It, for a kid's show, that is a remarkably subtle gag. <laughs> so, remind me, after we finish the Teenies and Toonies, that we have to uh, do a actor spotlight for Lieutenant Stone, because he's going to be around for a while. What, so. Did we ever do one for Ninjor? Uh, no. Can, we'll do can that, we? too. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Probably also the guy who plays Rito, too. Yeah, I'll just have to. Find, I'll just do. I'll do some research. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll we'll start. We'll do. We'll just. We'll just have a bunch of actor spotlights. Why not? Yeah, uh, I wanna, let's do it. See, so <laughs> there's a there's an after credits yeah. thing with the it shows like the full scene of Bulk trying to get over this thing and like, but like um it, it's it's the whole thing all at once rather than cut up like it was before, um and actually like fucking Paul Schreier like. That that I would not be able to get so up that we've, wall. We've talked like, about yeah. a big person. We've talked about like, this before. Like um, the kind of physical stunts that Paul Schreier does, and like since season one has been doing, requires an actually surprising amount of like physicality and like, like, not just I mean not just because of his size, but especially because of his like size. Like he's he's got a lot of like strength that he draws on to do the gags that he does. Well, oh, remember yeah. he used to have the the um the record for most reps. Right. So. Well, stepping outside of the outside of the show's bullshit. Like yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> the type of like pratfalls and stuff that he does requires a fair amount of like like muscle to be able to do safely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I mean, we have J- we have Jason Avery and Paul Shard, like genuine like they're they're not only are they legitimately running this fucking obstacle course but they're also like comically fucking it up as they go but in big exaggerated ways which in all honesty probably makes it harder than if they had just been intentionally running the course because they're 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 still getting through the course but they're also just acting like doofuses the whole time like yeah these dudes are fucking committed and like i mean kudos for that Mm -hmm. so um at this point, uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, that's it. That's the episode. That's the four-parter. Yep. So, now it's time. 
or the teenies. So I'm sure you guys covered it last last week, but I really liked the uh, end credits thing last time, where it was a straight up outtake of uh, Jason Narvi breaking a mirror. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. 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 That was good. Uh, so year every year every year the, that we've done this so far. Uh, we do. I hate that we've done this long of, enough that this is an actual fucking tradition. This is the third time that we've done this. Is so, it? Oh my fucking god! Yeah. <laughs> so first time every, for me. <laughs> every year we do our best ofs and then our worst ofs. This week I'm we're sorry, doing Zach. The what are they called? The teenies and the tooties. And this year or this god week we're doing damn the it, teenies, Mike. which which is our best ofs. Yeah, it's Mike's fault. Um, <laughs> As most things are. Mike. <laughs> so just so the audience knows, uh, this starts with Missing Green at the in Season 2 is the first episode that's eligible and ends with Part 4 of uh, um, Ninja Quest, or the episodes that are eligible for the teenies this year. The yeah, that is, that's Teenagers with Attitude Year 2. It's the stuff we watched in... 2017 right uh this episode's gonna come out like in 2018 but we are actually recording this on new year's eve it is we're under the wire yeah this is the last episode we watched i'm and finishing discussed. this and then i'm driving to the mountains to go get drunk so let's i'm let's, uh, sleeping <laughs> yeah that also works so um our first award this year is they, oh we should way, also explain change... a little bit uh ex- like as with last year, like going from year to year, we changed the categories based on like what the show was, what the podcast was over the course of the year. Right. Uh, like remember our first year, we famously had that uh, best imagined gold era costume award, which was yeah. magical, but was not something we could ever replicate. Right, and, and so, also um, like there's a lot less single parters and a lot less focus on like this week, you know, Rocky's going to do this. Like, they had those episodes, but there are a lot less yeah, of there have them. Yeah, so, so, there have been so much fewer uh, focus, like, act, like specific Ranger Spotlight episodes, so the category for that has been kind of adjusted, and we'll get to that. And we, we kind of dropped the best monster category, because almost all the monsters we've seen this year have been reused. There are lots of reused monsters. Like, because that's not the point anymore. It's like, We'll use four monsters just to have around while Zed and Rita get married. Right, or yeah, whatever. it's become like, plot it, of the week yeah. more than monster of the week. Yeah. So our first award is the best multi-parter. Um, and I, for each of these things, I have a list of nominees that I did just like going through our, our backlog. Um, but if anybody has one that I, I missed that you feel strongly about, tell me um, and we'll add it. And then we'll vote. See, uh, I, need so the, the I need the nominations because I don't fucking remember anything we've done in oh, the okay. past year. Zach's going to do the nominations. I will also put them in uh, the ones I have right here. So in the in the chat. So the wedding, uh, which is, again, where Zed and Rita get married. There's a lot of fun stuff on the moon. There's the Havana Gila. There's evil Alpha giving Zordon, like, funny hair and stuff in the tube. Mm-hmm. But also all the ranger stuff in that is awful. So just remember that. It's when they get stuck in the theater. I mean, the fucking goofy theater shit was so yeah. dumb in kind of yeah. a fun way. Um, there's but. Return of the Green Ranger, which is uh, Tommy versus, uh, you know, Tommy. There's the evil... They brought back evil Tommy. Uh, there's the fucking sh- Wizard of Deception. There's the Wizard uh, of Deception. Zymon? Rats. Zymon, 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 yes. 
Uh, there's um, the guy in the stocks telling Skull's ancestor to give him the cheese. Yeah, that's when they go oh, back. Yes. That's when they go back in time to Colonial Angel Grove. That, that, uh, put it on the record that uh, that that guy won an Emmy. I remember that. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> there's a bunch of good stuff in there. Um, uh, there's also yeah, uh, that, that's a good one. Um, there's Wild West Rangers, which I put on this list because I think the White Stranger was funny slash fun, and also there are putties. In cowboy outfits in that multi-parter, in case you I, forgot. I also uh, like the Rangers Wild West outfits. Those are cool. Yes. Uh, and then Ninja Quest. I put Ninja Quest on here. Um, yeah. I at least want to uh, give a mention. I, I don't think I want to actually nominate it because there's better stuff on this list. But I at least want to give a mention to Rangers back in time just for how fucking funny it was to see the putties beat up by literal children. So there, we're also going to do a worst multi-parter. Uh, so well, it's, it's, it's less worse multi-parter and uh, uh, maybe we'll get into it, but like uh, the way we wrote the category was uh most useless middle chapter. Cause sure. we noticed a pattern of part two always being yes. fucking pointless. Yeah. yeah. Um, I will, I guess I'll just say there are, there are some multi-parters I did not put on here if, in, and I'll run through them real quick. So you guys kind of remember, uh, there's the ninja encounter, which I thought was bad. It has that <laughs> awful like stroller chase thing. Yeah, that was like I think you mean that incredible stroller chase thing. I love that scene, and also that the second part of that was my first ever teenager's attitude episode. So I kind of a little. Bit I mean, of if, if we're if we're if we're judging these based on the podcast that came out of it, Mike can't even properly vote in this because he was missing for Wild West Rangers. <laughs> I mean, listen, guys, I'm sorry, but every time I try to sit down and watch it, I black out, and then I wake up in the bathroom of, of a fucking Longhorn Steakhouse. So. <laughs> Why a Longhorn Steakhouse specifically? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's, weird, I it's do. not ever the same one. Um, so there's also the power transfer, which is fine. I mean, I didn't think it needed to be on the list unless someone disagrees. Uh, there's Rangers Back in Time, which again is okay. There's Storybook Rangers, which I will not allow anyone to put on this list. No fucking matter what you say, it's garbage. (laughs) It had its moments. Uh, And then there's Friend in Need, which again, I didn't like hate, but it's not good. It wasn't Friend in Need again? Yeah. Was that that one again? Oh, that was, um... That was the common Rider back, yeah, okay. backdoor pilot. So, so what's on this list right Fuck, now? Is, that thing sucked. Yeah, the wedding, <laughs> Return of the Green Ranger, Wild West Ranger, and Ninja Quest. Um, so I guess uh, I don't remember how we do this usually. Do we just vote? Usually, we, we just vote. Um, okay. Luke, if Luke was here, I could ask him also... if he has some sort of algorithm that we could use. But <laughs> God, no. <laughs> um, but we, we like people can debate and discuss and make the case for certain episodes. But at the end of it, it's really just an up down vote. Well, the let's do a, why don't we do a quick like? Uh, let's just go around and then see if it's close. We can kind of give arguments. How about that? Um, sure. So. Uh, first of all, Simon sent me his votes. So his his vote for this category is the wedding. Um, I'm actually going to vote for the Return of the Green Ranger. Uh, we get a spin kick off, which I liked, <laughs> uh, and I just like a lot of the the dumb colonial stuff in that because it's so stupid and doesn't make any sense. And also, like, e- it, you get Jason David Frank being evil again, and then also. 
him staying back in time is the most fucked timeline thing, like, <laughs> that I just love. So it's that's so my bad. Uh, let's see. Joel. Uh, I think it has to be the wedding, not only because I think it had the most good content, like, I think it was one of the better, like, sets of episodes the show's done, but also it straight up revitalized the whole moon side of things. Like, the show got markedly better after the wedding because of how it reintroduced Rita into the plot. That's a good point. It had a big effect on later episodes that was good. That That's fair. Um, Emily. I agree with Joel. I think the wedding, and I think it's for the same reasons. Um, I, I, I mean, like, runner-up, I think, would be Wild West Rangers for me, just because of, like, the, you know, the, the funny putty stuff and the and the Wild West Power Rangers. But I think the wedding is, like, the most good content, and it doesn't have a racist accent in it, so. That's true. Wild West Rangers also has a... Uh, um, that I recall, at least. The, God, I hope the it skull dressed up as Doc Holliday, which I dug. <laughs> yeah, so. that was good. That was good. Like, if there was oh, a the best, skull parts if there was a best really use good. of Jason Narvi category, that would absolutely yeah. make mm-hmm. There kind of is. The yes, best bulk and skull is, moment is of. one of the categories. So. Um, but Mike, we go back in think? time and we watch the wedding and we remember there's a really bad like anti-Semitic caricature in it. And it's like, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Mike, go ahead. I was going to say, I think... I think the wedding may have already won because it's got three votes out of six people, and my vote was going to be for Ninja Quest because I like, think Ninja Quest is really good. That's something I think I, it is. I, make I think sure. it is legitimate. I think yeah. I said this before when we recorded part one. I think it's legitimately the best the show has been. Period. I don't know if it's it, it's it, not the most I've enjoyed the show, but from a competent screenwriting perspective, it's the closest they've gotten to that. Like all the stuff with Rito and Zed and. Like, all the Moon Crew stuff is really great in, like, in Ninja you'd Quest. You'd think the show that is so bad at multi-parters that we have a category to highlight how useless one of the parts is, doing a four-part story would be spinning its wheels a ton, and it really doesn't that much. And nin- you know what? Actually, I changed my vote to Ninja Quest. So, uh, because like so, the gives Ninja, us, so that's two and two. No, two and Ninja three. And Rito, it's two and three. Weddings has three because that's, Simon that's voted the decider. For it. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, Matt, what do you think? Well, it's a really tough call, but I gotta go with Storybook Rangers. <laughs> I <laughs> fucking hate you. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I got. I just got super involved and emotionally invested <laughs> in Graham Grump. Grum, Grum- Grum- the magic elf. I Grumble, think- <laughs> it's an actual word, my dude. <laughs> no, no, I don't think that was. I don't think that was the elf's name. And there was there was the goblin in the mountains, and it just it really spoke. It to was me. an abominable snowman. <laughs> no, no, that was definitely a goblin. That was definitely a goblin. <laughs> I'm sorry, Matt. A what? A, a gobulin? There you go. It was a goblin. <laughs> I think a gobulin is a space goblin. Okay, well, because Matt is a monster, that means we don't have a tie, which also I'll take it. Fine. The wedding wins. <laughs> um, I do want to say uh, also in the wedding's uh, defense, like, yeah, there's some, the, the theater stuff maybe didn't do enough and was kind of filler, but the extended scene on the moon of the actual, like, wedding itself is probably the most 
batshit insane thing the show has ever put on the oh, air. Oh yeah, also, it's a fever dream. Like, it like the actual wedding I think part. makes that like elevates that above <laughs> anything else the show's done this year. It it kind of hits the t- both of the two big reasons to watch Power Rangers is because the scenes on the moon are there for people who like to watch Power Rangers because of when it's silly on purpose, and the theater stuff is there for people who like to watch Power Rangers when it's just incompetent. <laughs> and those, as we know, those are literally the only two reasons to watch the show. Yeah. No, there's sure. a third reason. It's called you're literally a child. Yeah. In which, yeah, <laughs> in which case, the, the bright colors and, like, flashy movement is enough. I mean, so, my fucking six-year-old self loved that shit. Oh, yeah, no, couldn't get enough no, of Simon it. Simon has a literal, like, baby who is drawn in by that. So, like, it's it's proven. So, we're, we're watching actual shows for babies. Oh, my God. <laughs> Second place is Ninja Quest. Third place is Storybook Rangers, yes. and then, uh, and then Return of the Green Ranger and uh, Wild West Rangers as uh, nominees. Um, yeah, I those honestly, I the right. the, the multi part. The thing is, I, we don't do that thing where like where we'll post second and third place. There's just a winner, and that's it. Fuck you, everybody yeah. else. The multi parters. So how dare I, you deny Storybook <laughs> Rangers its spot? <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you, Matt. Storybook Rangers would have been my second pick. Oh, wow. I actually liked it a lot more than than, uh, than than Zach did. I mean, I'm just fucking around. I thought it sucked, but like... (laughs) Well, not more Ninja Quest. Like, Michael said it was the second quest. Like, after Ninja Quest. Not Green with Evil? Green with Evil is... Return of the Green Ranger. Yeah, Yeah. Return of the Green Ranger. There we go. I kind of thought that... Return of the Green Ranger has fucking evil Tommy, like, very... We will will get into what I liked most about uh, Storybook Rangers in a later category. He's like motherfucking Sinor Card Gage in the first part of that fucking... (laughs) I forgot he literally comes out of the bushes at one point. He's like fucking Sinor Card Gage. It's pretty good. I was, uh, I was going to say, uh, my reasons, my my single biggest reason for really liking Storybook Rangers is going to come up in a later category, don't worry. Okay, so, so. best single episode. Now, I'm not going to read every episode I didn't nominate, but I will actually point out there weren't that many single episodes this year. Like, Yeah, no, it has been... I would say... Part of, I think part of the reason why season two was such a slog was because of how many multi-parters they had and how poorly paced multi-parters are on the show. There's a lot of multi-parters in uh, in uh, season, especially like in, in the, in the, in the of tail end of two. season two. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so the the ones I have nominated are, um, and also to be clear, it's not like I'm I have all the power. It's just I'm the one who put the list together. <laughs> it's I'm not trying to like dictate. But um, I mean, clearly, the the, one re- of the one of the winners of the last category was one you refused to let us have on the thing. So you have like zero power <laughs> ultimately. <laughs> so I will. Um, uh, uh, these are just the ones that I remember. Uh, Beauty and the Beast, which is the evil Kimberly episode. Uh, there's best man for the job. Which is the one where Kim and Tommy both run for student president. I love that one. And it has this scene where they literally have a fight in front of Goldar. And Goldar is like, please pay attention to me. I'm like trying to kill you. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) There's uh, Goldar's vice versa, which is the one with human Scorpina. Where she like kind of tries to seduce Adam, but like not really. Isn't that the one where the Rangers are weirdly competent about immediately figuring out she was like... 
Yeah, Aisha is like, hey, this lady seems evil. I don't know. <laughs> like, it doesn't seem yeah. good. Also, that I like. That I also give- kind of applies to uh, Best Man for the Job, because, like, yeah, yeah, that's right. that's Billy's, like, Billy's like, hey, hey Kimberly they're and acting- Tommy are being assholes. Right, yeah, is- Do you think they're under a yep. spell? Uh, I also weirdly give Goldar's vice versa a lot of points because, like, Scorpina is like, hey, it's me, Scorpina. And Adam's like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right. Wasn't there. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so, and then I have also nominated, it's a throwaway episode, but Zed's Monster Mash. And that's because it has the scene where Zed, uh, Tommy takes a bunch of kids trick-or-treating and we get to watch Jason David Frank try to interact with children. And, <laughs> oh, my God, he can't. At all. <laughs> <laughs> could you could you could you like re- um, remind me what Beauty and the Beast is about at all? Like, because I could you it's, describe it's the it? one I where Kimberly gets gets kidnapped and then uh, like is dressed up like Rita because Zed wants to marry her. Uh, yeah, nope, I, I mean, I already know what one. I'm voting for. <laughs> now, well, here's here's mm. my argument against Beauty and the Beast. Okay, two words, Madam Swampy. Oh, that's right. That's that episode. That's the one where. Uh, Balkan skull. Like. That's the that's the super culturally sensitive episode. Yes, Balkan. No, skull. that's the thing. That's of of the two of the two episodes that are full of like really racist depictions of the Romani people. That was the less bad one. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> that's a that's true. I kind of had forgotten about that. I'm um I'm looking for real quickly through the other single episodes we covered. Um, I want to do a write in nomination for Rocky. Just wants to have fun. Okay, yeah. that's the one where Rocky. That's the Pachinko uh, one. Yep. Oh yep, god yep, yep. damn! Fuck, that one's on the slate. Shit. I mean, it is okay. now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's. Right. Um. I mean, uh, well, here, here, Matt. Let me let me just post this again. It's a Wikipedia list of all the episodes. Just scroll down to Missing Green not, and everything I'm, from that to where we're at. I'm, I'm not. No, no, I'm, I know. I'm. I'm looking at it. I. I, <laughs> I actually respect <laughs> the fact that you did that for me, but I'm not. I'm, I'm fucking lazy as shit. I'm not there's going a, to do that. There's when is a ranger not a ranger, which was the one where. But that's probably better for. That's the more bulk and skull save the day. So at least is it, it has that going yeah. for it. There that's is. A good one. Lights, camera, action, where they go on a TV show. It's not a great episode. That there's, bit's fun, but there's a li- it's a clip show. There's the Great Bukala Escape, which might somebody might want to nominate purely for... Great Bukala Escape, I think if if you watch this show for when it's bad, that is the best episode to watch. <laughs> yeah. The Great Bukala Escape is fucking terrible. Remember yeah. when they couldn't get the fucking Bukla costume through, like, all the goddamn doorways, so they always had to, like, slam cut? <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. Um, and... I don't, they had there's to just try to pretend a Kabuki mask was an alien, because they couldn't try to explain to American children what a Kabuki mask was. Right. Okay, yeah, that's that's it. I, I guess uh, if you want to nominate that one, you can... Or, or vote for that one. Uh, go for it. I mean, we so, can vote for whatever see. the fuck um, we want. We already established that. That is true. That is true. Uh, so, let's see. Simon voted for best man for the job for this one. Um, Mike, you are voting for Rocky. Yeah, Rocky just wants to have fun. It's such a good <laughs> No, Mike's fucking... just voting for Rocky. He feels the poor kid needs a break. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, Rocky, because, um, I'm sorry, what's that dude's name? Help. Steve Cardenas. Steve Cardenas can't act. It makes him go from like 
what you would think of as like like a manic. The idea would be like, oh, just betting all the time. This is so much fun. I'm having such a great time. But he just seems like a robot, which like is a an crazy accurate robot. depiction of people who are super into like slots or whatever. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Actually, in my experience, people who play slots are generally either very casual and laid back, and they take like a roll of quarters and they just play low stakes slots for like an hour, and then they're like, okay, and they just wander off. Or they're like the most mean spirited, bitter shit heels you could possibly imagine. Just like t- absolute broken lives, broken dreams. So, Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Uh, One so, of those two. There's no middle ground. So, yeah. So, okay. Um, Joel. See, I'm really torn because the evil Kimberly bit in Beauty and the Beast is the best thing the show has or ever will do. <laughs> it's very but good. But the, I also uh, The rest understand... of the episode is so problematic. I don't feel like I can... I understand Mike's argument. Yeah, for no, sure, I'd for- yeah. I had forgotten about that part because, like, I didn't want to remember that part. <laughs> Um, I think I got to give it to Goldar's vice versa, just because I like a good, like, dumb Goldar plot. That's fair. All right. Yeah, that's a good one for that. And and I do I did think the concept of uh, human, uh, what do they call her, Sabrina, I yep. think, human uh, Scorpina, uh, was fun. Um, you know, I didn't go also, super Also, the, the fact but... that the show is super competently, like, addressing everything that happened in that episode for some reason. <laughs> for whatever yeah it got weirdly like someone was like wait but that doesn't make sense <laughs> so uh let's see emily um i'm i'm surprised i'm saying that this is actually a really hard decision because a lot of these are really good i just want to say that like a, a lot of the the episodes we mentioned here are they, there's there's a good argument for all of them but i think i'm going to go for best man for the job because i i i love the 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 um the comedic acting from Jason David Frank in that, in that episode and like the chemistry that um, uh, Amy Jo Johnson and Jason David Frank have in that episode is like amazing. It's, it's so much chemistry. better than when they're trying to be like together, like when they're mad at each other, it works really well. Yeah, it, it's so. like it's like it's really good. And it's also one of my favorite jokes that I've done is on that in the episode that we did for it. So I think I'm going to go with um, best man for the job. Oh, I also really like when is a ranger, not a ranger. Again, for Amy Johnson's acting in that one was really yeah. good. But um, best man for the job. Uh, Matt. Um, what was the Rocky episode again? Rocky just Rocky wants, just to, wants have to have fun. fun. Yeah, gotta go with Rocky just wants to have fun. Um, and unlike my last one, which was a shitty troll pick, I genuinely fucking love this episode. <laughs> Rocky's just completely surreal Tommy Wiseau-ass performance <laughs> in that episode yeah, has really stuck is. with me more than maybe other any other performance in the entire show. It is so fucking weird. Yeah, like, I, that's this fair. Show is, this show is bizarre, but just him, <laughs> like this weird robot machine man going, I'm having so much fun! <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh god. Um, and I gotta vote for uh, best man for the job. I think like so. So best man for the job wins. Then Rocky wants to have fun. Then Goldar's vice versa. And I have to do that because I just fucking. 
that scene with Goldar, like Goldar <laughs> has been, you know, he hasn't had as much to do, but like our can our head cannon for him, and really not our head cannon. It's what the show does with him, which is he just wants people to pay attention to him, please. And <laughs> there is that scene, and it's like. Easily my favorite scene in the whole show so far. And also, the rest of it is really fun, too, where you've got um, them arguing. And I like how it ends, which is that Tommy goes, actually, I don't want to do this. Like, why am I even running? And Kimberly gets to be student council president, which I'm sure will come up again someday. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure. So there you go. Uh, But Rocky just wants to have fun. Like, you're... like. Matt, you're so right. That performance is... It's so awful. It loops... Up. It actually loops back around because it actually, like, is, like, weirdly off-puttingly creepy. Like, an actual person was actually possessed by weird magic that day. And yeah. that's the performance we got. Yeah. It's the, it is the only time Steve Cardenas has been able to lean into his strengths as an actor. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we've got best villain plan, and I'll admit to you guys, I didn't have a ton of nominees for this. Um, I mean, I we will... can we can we can throw a few more in, I'm sure. Yeah. Here uh, I, do wanna, I do want to I do want to lay out as a reminder something we've done every year is when we do best villain plan and worst villain plan, it is based on concept and not execution. Right. Yeah. Because right. the execution is always bad. Yes. So I will, uh, the three that I have are Serpentera, just Serpentera, like it being a thing, <laughs> is uh, Zed Waves, which was the episode where Zed turns all of the civilians into zombies and like it actually works. And the only reason they lose is because of the, um, the new rangers who aren't rangers yet at that point. Uh, and yeah. then... Rangers back in time because re- making the Rangers babies is like a good concept on paper. It doesn't work clearly. Yeah. It but- turns them into babies and they don't remember their Power Rangers anymore. Like that is that is a fantastic plan in concept. Also, great plan in concept. Speaking of plans that totally worked, except there was someone who's not actually a Power Ranger who fucks it up at the last minute. Uh, the fucking Prism dude. Uh, when is a ranger not a ranger? Because like yes. he, they totally wipe all the Rangers' memories, and it's only because Bulk and Skull like you know, fucking show up at the last second and and finally discover their bravery. Like, that's the only reason <laughs> yeah. the world isn't doomed. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Um, okay, does anybody else have any they can remember or think of off the top of their head? I, I kind of also want to throw in th- the wedding, because, like, the plan was essentially, like, when you, when you really boil it down to what was the villain plan this week... It's throw all the monsters at them. Yeah. Just make a new copy okay. of every monster we've ever done and send them all in at once. That's always been their Fair most enough. effective strategy. Just send them a bunch of monsters and they can't deal with it. Okay. But then they uh, deal with it. That's what they do. <laughs> Joel. Um, I think I'm going to give it to Serpentera because I fucking love Serpentera. And like, if Zed just left it plugged in long enough, it would be fine because that thing is <laughs> massive and could destroy the only city remaining on Earth pretty easily if it had power. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I agree. Even though it even though it stepped on your favorite Zord. Yeah, I mean that sucks. That was that was an awful, excruciating scene. But like, that's part of the reason why it's a good villain plan. I mean, uh, if you think about it, not unlike Titanus and the Dragonzord, 
Tor is the only one of the Thunderzords who made it out of season two alive. That's true. We don't know where he went, but <laughs> Tor should Man, be fine. Man, Tor and the dragons are probably hanging out underwater because turtles can hang out underwater and like just like <laughs> chilling. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, 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 Eric, can we get a turtle facts song also, or is it only owl facts? I'm not sure. If no, it's just owl facts. I'm facts. sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, Emily. Ah, oh, jeez. I think I'm gonna go with Serpentera too, just because he, he's so cool. He's this huge. Oh man, fucking give fuck me off Zord. a like Mechagodzilla style Serpentera too. Jeez. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I mean, like Serpentera is like like it like in practice, it's kind of shit because it keeps running out of power. Like it's right, not right. Good, but we've established but that's so Zed's cool. fault. That's not the that's not the design of yeah. the robot. That's the problem. <laughs> Like, if Zed had actually so I, I watched guess. some, like, old monster movies, he'd realize that what all good, mo- like, robot monsters do is siphon power from the planet they're about to destroy. Got you. Well, I'm gonna go with Serpentera. Uh, just a point of order thing, because we, like, because in the past this category has gone to a particular episode. What episode did Serpentera show up in? Was it the power transfer? Multiple. Yes, power yes. transfer. Yeah, okay. you, you can do just, it. Just so we know, like, what episode we're crediting sure. this award to. Yeah, yep. because he, remember, he shows up and he obliterates the planet that they're doing, that they're right. retrieving the whatever the fuck MacGuffin yeah. they did. Yeah. It was one of the swords. I keep mentioning. Because I, I kind of want to, and, and again, as always, I'm leaning into the concept, not execution thing of this, because my vote is also for Serpentera. And obviously, the failure is the battery, but the plan itself is. Oh, my opponents are always beating me with big robots. Well, now my new plan is have the biggest robot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and and my vote also goes to Serpentera, and the plan is actually it, it's a big fucking robot with like a billion laser guns on it. Shoot <laughs> all the laser guns at the thing, make it explode. Job done. Yeah, and it works. Like Serpentera totally fucks up that one planet that didn't fucking matter. Yeah, and then they fuck keep. Fucking well, it yeah, up well, yeah, no, the like the, the show straight up says, like Goldar says to Zed, "Hey, shouldn't we recharge this thing before we go to Earth?" And it's like, "No, I just want to do it now." Like it's very clear, fine, <laughs> in the like fiction of the show that Zed just fucks it up himself. Also, yeah. honestly, Serpentera is so big they could probably just fucking crash land the thing into Angel Grove and wipe out most of it. So, yeah, I don't that, know that, that, yeah, that. that thing hitting Earth at full like. At terminal velocity would be an extinction level event. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, that's another thing about it because I, I I mentioned this game several times already on this uh, episode. But the the Power Rangers Genesis movie game that always made that arc seem like grander because there's like three levels dedicated to the sword of power i think and in one of the levels you can see serpentera in the background like shooting lightning and it's fucking cool and it loves that's it. awesome yeah yeah so, <laughs> so i voted serpentera too and uh i will say simon voted for rangers back in time which i think is a good plan but uh yeah i mean it was gonna be Man, serpentera. This, i was about to say this one's a fucking sweep like, yeah damn. it's a giant i mean i was it's worth having the category, but I was like, it's gonna be the big fucking dragon robot. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we should, we should say uh, just because we said every other one of his votes, uh, Simone actually voted for uh, Rangers yeah, Back in Z- Zach literally I just said, said that like ten seconds ago. I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> it's okay, yeah, Michael. fuck you. I wasn't paying attention. Hold on, my cat is eating a small piece of paper. Stop it! You'll die. 
Give me that. <laughs> okay. I don't, um, I don't think your cat will literally die if it eats a small piece no, of paper. No, she'll just poop it out, which now, is gross. Now, if Zach okay, ate a so... small piece of paper, he probably would die. <laughs> Zach accidentally ingests some paper and just immediately starts having seizures. End of TWA. Yep. Holy shit. Uh, Zach, that's fucked I up. I writing... get that checked out. I have a writing care category real quick. Uh, best new Zord. Tor- the only nominee is Tor. Tor wins. Next, next okay. category. Yeah. <laughs> Why are the only nominees? Zo- okay, wait. The Ninja Quest is part of this, and it introduces a bunch it of is new still Zords. Tor. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've like the Ninja Zord itself is great, but I've been very vocal about how I feel about the individual Zords. <laughs> Tor is very good. I, I like the also. Zord, I was Tor kidding. Like, I don't. Yeah. I don't really want to do that category. But Tor no, is listen, amazing. Like, I will filibuster for Tor for hold like on, hold the next on, hold hour. Hold on. There's Tor. another category that Tor could fit in. Okay, which is sure. which is not. I mean, he can fit in every category because he can change size. <laughs> God. Okay. Moving on to the next actual category. The this next actual the... category is the shittiest new Zord. Yes, uh, isn't it? No, no. Best bulk and skull bear. moment. The bear is not great. Uh, <laughs> the bear sucks. Best bulk and skull moment. Oh, bear. Uh, I will link link them really quickly. The ones <laughs> the that best bulk and skull moment out. was the moment when they saw a bear in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I actually, yes. I, I didn't put that on here, but I thought about it. So that is from. Uh, it's called Opposites Attract, and yeah, they um, they fight a bear in the woods, or they see a bear in the woods, but it's a man in a bear suit, which is why it's funny to me, personally. Holy <laughs> shit, they see Nicolas Cage from The Wicker Man? Yep, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, okay, yeah, I the really like the, the here... thing you just typed in Skype, because for some reason now Skype is flashing it on my monitor at, like, 50% of the screen. So all of a sudden, these giant words that just said, opposites attract bear, popped up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, the ones I have are... Uh, Goldar's vice versa, which if you, I don't remember what their names, what we get, went with, with for names, but that's where there were the lady versions of Bulk and Skull that chased them around, and that was nice. um, fantastic. Skull Girl and the, the amazing Bulk, like, Bulkina or something, I can't remember what we call it, She-Bulk. She-Bulk, yeah. Incredible She-Bulk, She-Bulk. And, yeah. Yes. Uh, it's a sensational She-Bulk, yep. that's what yes, it is. Yes, there you go. Uh, Zed's Monster Mash, where they actually steal children, uh, candy from children, and then it turns out that those children were evil putties. Uh, <laughs> so there was that. The Ninja Encounter, where Bulk and Skull save and then take care of a baby in a, like, 19-minute montage, <laughs> where they take care of a baby. Um, and when is a ranger not a ranger, which is where Bulk and Skull save the rangers from having their memories erased and being trapped I in prisons. I do think that Wild West Rangers needs a nomination because Doc Skullovich was such a good oh, bit. Oh, yeah. That was very good. Okay, so Wild West yeah. Rangers. Yeah, I do want to also write in, just for the Ninja Quest, the fucking uh, Police Academy sequence that we just saw Wait. on the obstacle course. Damn, really? I did, did not think that was... I thought it was really I, funny. It had moments, <laughs> but I didn't... Yeah, I wasn't super into it. And I'm not uh, saying it's my vote. I just wanted to be nominated. Okay, well... I think it's pretty... I thought it was I thought it was really noteworthy. So the problem here is going to be that we have more nominations than votes. So we'll see if any of them gets multiples. Uh, let's see. Um, Simon voted for... When is a ranger not a ranger? So that is the first vote. Joel? 
Um, so I wanted to nominate the Wild West Rangers because it's a really good sequence, but I really do think Bulk and Skull trying to take care of that child might be my favorite thing they've done in the past year. <laughs> God, with that, like, baby blues yes. thing that's playing. Yeah. Oh, and also, okay. it's just, they have a child together. Yeah, that is Aww. pretty great. <laughs> yeah, like, there there are, it's, it's worth noting, we have on this list two moments, two rare moments of Bulk and Skull very clearly trying to do the right thing. Yes, that is true. Also, two moments of Bulk and Skull um, being very clearly gay together. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes, also true. Uh, Emily. Okay, Wild West Rangers is so close, but I think I'm going to have to go with the time they saved the Power Rangers when there's a ranger, not a ranger. Okay, that is a good... I mean... They do a Wild West standoff where they're dressed as it's like so good and and like yeah like like the Doc yeah, yeah. Holiday. Jason Narvi just going That's full so in on a Doc Holiday reference it's that so you good. know he brought himself to the whole thing because nobody else those, involved. Sorry with this to be show. clear, those are different. Those are different. Oh things. wait, really? Yeah, the West. Yeah, when is the Ranger Not Rangers when they do the the they do the showdown oh, with the no, prison? No, no, no. Monster. I was, they are dressed in I was talking about Western Wild West costumes. Rangers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, because I, I did mention both because yeah. like those yeah. are like my those were the two that were like uh, neck and neck. But, but like, your vote is for um, when is a ranger not a ranger, right? Yes. Okay, but yes, they do do a standoff with that monster, like a showdown. Uh, That's it's, good. It's just they're dressed. It's great. It's really a strong scene. Um, Mike, I'm going with when is a ranger not a ranger. Okay, like bulk and skull, like it's. Like, there have been the occasional thing where Bulk and Skull will, like, accidentally, like, muddy up the villain's plans, but it's never on purpose. Like, this is Bulk and Skull, like, straight up saving the day. Yeah. It is pretty cool. Like, uh, until we get to the big thing that happens, like, at the very end of the Zordon era, this is Bulk and Skull's finest hour. Yeah. (laughs) I have another nomination, but I'm not changing my vote. But I think we should mention the part where they make a monster together. That's another time they have a child. They made a monster. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck! That was the thing I was going to bring up, and I also forgot to bring it up. Uh, yeah, it was when they make a monster. Yeah, like that fuck, was good. that whole sequence is so good. <laughs> like in my mind, that's kind of the that's the main reason to like storybook rangers. Like earnestly, is that whole thing. That was storybook Fair rangers, enough. wasn't it? God. Yeah. <laughs> that that has also has maybe one of the best like actual jokes in the show of um them having to go get like. I don't know, whatever supplies it was, for the camera to pan down and show that they had it in the lab the entire time. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, Matt? Uh, I'm going to go with Zed's Monster Mash, because being a dick to children is funny. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Um, And then I've got to vote... I think I'm going to vote for the baby uh, thing, because I did love that, but... That means when is a ranger, not a ranger, still wins, and I think that's a, a good pick. I mean, there weren't bad choices um, here. That's It was a very strong category. No, there were a lot of good... It's funny, I feel like there were a lot more episodes where they weren't that interesting this year, but there were a lot of really good moments, so, like, that's that's okay. Lower I, lows and higher highs. Yeah. That's, that seems like season two uh, of Power Rangers really just on yeah. the whole is lower season lows and higher two, highs. I really... I season one was better than season two for me. I think, and for Simon, um, I'm we excited. All know. F- yeah, I'm excited for three because I've really liked what we've gotten. So I not so much the first uh, the uh, friend in need, 
But it's not this, mentioned friend and need ever but again. But Ninja Quest was <laughs> pretty I don't strong. think the show is going to. So. And I hope, yeah, it's true. So I hope it continues on on that uh that route. God, here. I'm so fucking mad. I missed that recording with friend and need. I was part two, part three. I fucking wasted my <laughs> goddamn <two>. time <laughs> watching like, hey, that piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not very good. I'm sure you'll get All a right. chance to rant uh, about it in the 2Ds next week. Yes. Okay, uh, good. Let's see. And this is the last uh, last positive category, the last uh, teeny. Best new character. Um, And my nominee list is Adam, Aisha, Rocky, Ninjor, Rito, and Tor. <laughs> <laughs> I want to... <laughs> uh, write in nomination Ivan Ooze. Oh, uh, no, we did cover the movie. No, this it year. can only be stuff we covered on the podcast. Oh, guys, hold on a second. Fuck. Okay. Fred Important. Ivan oh, Ooze, all caps. I should have asked before we did this if we were going to count. Okay. If we counted the movie as a multi-parter, would anybody have voted for it over what they voted for? Absolutely. No. no. Okay, that's what I thought. And we wouldn't count it as a single episode. I think that's unfair. Even as a single uh, episode, so, like, I enjoyed I mean, the then, movie, but wouldn't. it's not good. I mean, there's I there's like a the reason movie, I waited yeah. until this category to even bring up the movie, is, like, Ivan Ooze is kind of the only good thing about that film. <laughs> but, okay, also, what about but also, Fred? I still think we should only cover <laughs> stuff that we actually talked about on the podcast. We talked. What are you talking about? We talked about this on the podcast. No, because uh, we talked about doing it, but then there was like three weeks where we just didn't record for some reason. Oh, you weren't available, were you? <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> All right. Anyway, yeah, he he wasn't available. Uh-huh, uh, you can't sure. see it, but I'm making air quotes. No, I have <laughs> a lot of things quotes. I wanted to say about that movie and never got to. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. Maybe I mean, we'll do right a, now? We'll do a special edition. <laughs> I, were you not on any of them? I was not I on a single on one. one of them. I'm sorry, Stuff kept buddy. coming up. It, uh, that sucks. Well, do you want... I mean, let me ask you, because that was this was divisive. Do you like Ivan Ooze? Yeah, I think it was pretty good. He was funny. Okay, Wait, you're wrong. Liking Ivan Ooze is... Di- I hated Wait, Ivan what? Ooze. I thought it was I terrible. Think Zach, Zach, um, I think you're the only okay. one who didn't like okay, Ivan Ooze, Okay, so to be fair. new vote, uh, Rangers on Teenagers with Attitude. Zach's no longer the head of this oh, podcast. No, like, no, he lost that title a long time ago when Mike became the de facto host for like a month. Hey, hey, I don't appreciate this coup. Okay, so... Yeah, well, I don't appreciate your shitty taste, so I guess we have to put up with things we don't like, huh? <laughs> okay, wow. for real, though, uh, we we ought to go ahead and vote on yeah, best Yeah, okay, and I'm going to yeah, shamelessly steal for myself here and make a write-in vote for Emily. God damn it. <laughs> you can't, you can't. Uh, she's not on the... Sh- she's, not a, she's not a Power Rangers character. She's a Teenagers with Attitude character, right, which is not best, what we're voting on. She's the one we've brought on. <laughs> uh, I mean that's so, true, but it's uh, not. Oh, I'm gonna die. <laughs> this is a revenge, Emily, because you've killed me on this podcast with compliments before. So I know. Um, Thank you, jo- Joel. Uh, give me, give me. Uh, so, so real quick, uh, we should we should go ahead and read off Simon's real quick. Uh, yes, yeah, uh, Simon voted for Fred. Fred, yeah. <laughs> His actual vote is Ninja. Yeah, so yes. No, his actual vote is Fred. <laughs> yeah, you don't get joke votes on this. Whatever you say yeah, is no, what no, you no, get. No, 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 He fucked up 
he gave us two options. Simone loves Fred. Can't get enough of him. So I was going to say that um, as much as I want to like Aisha, unfortunately, Adam, Aisha, and Rocky are barely characters. So Ninja and Rito. I like, were... I like Adam more than the other two, but yes, I agree um, with you, basically. I, I would say our podcast's conception of Rocky is my fun. favorite character in yes. fiction. <laughs> actual Rocky, not so much. So I was going to say yeah. Ninja and Rito were the only options, and they're both good choices, but I'm going to throw it to Tor. I don't care if that was a joke <laughs> addition, but he's my turtle boy. <laughs> no, it's he's, not a joke a addition. I mean, you, you like we, we could have voted for the fucking like, Wolf Zord if we fucking wanted in to. In fairness, but... there is that scene where Tor gets flipped over, and the red dragon sword has to like pick him up and then he like pats him on his it's head to make so sure he's good. okay. <laughs> yeah, which is, is adorable. Uh, Emily. Well, I was gonna vote for Ninjor. But you, <laughs> I mean, you still can. I mean, I might. I don't know. Tor is really good, but he's, he's in it so little. I'm going Ninjor. Fair enough. I think Ninjor is very fun. Ninjor, like, no, Ninjor, before the, you a- updated I, the list, Ninjor was going to get it from me easily. Like, the again, he gets so angry that people are bad that he gets a Super Saiyan form, basically. And he's also actually really good at fighting. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He has a mentor character that's competent, which is maybe the first time that's ever happened on this show. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It's like Zordon is like, uh, Rangers uh, do the shit and don't die. And, and Ninja is like, I'm the- a fucking, I'm a fucking badass. And also he <laughs> made the powers. Like, like... Honestly, why the Rangers don't go, hey, Zordon, it was nice and all, but, like, later, and then just yeah. go move it to the Ninja Temple. Because, like, yeah. because Zordon has the viewing globe, and he okay. has the alarm. That's, like, literally, See, that's the Rangers, literally the, the Rangers reason. don't like, give a shit about Zordon, but they'd feel bad about abandoning Alpha. Oh, well, it, yeah, that's true. If, if Zordon was actually what the show and the characters try to tell us he is, if he actually was, like, a wise old mentor, like... I could buy seeing him as important, but ba- but based on what he actually is in the show, like right. no fuck yeah. Zordon. Yeah, like Zordon's the sort of motherfucker when like Zordon is dying in like the movie or whatever. Uh, my first question as a ranger would be: So does the viewing globe and the command center and the communicators will that all still work? And if the <laughs> answer is yes, that motherfucker is getting ditched in that hospital room <laughs> immediately. Oh, Jesus. Um, no goodbye, no nothing. I walk the fuck out of there, and I never look back. <laughs> fuck that guy. Um, and while my pick is in dry, I also want to give a shout-out, because I'm the only person on the podcast who likes him, apparently. Adam. I do like Adam. No. That's good. So I let's like, go. I like let's Adam. Go, yeah. yeah, we can go straight into my vote, I guess, because I'm actually gonna go with adam i think i think ninja will wind up being a better character and i love what they've done with them thus far but he hasn't quite gotten enough screen time and i do not trust the writers of this show (laughs) anywhere near enough to trust them not to fuck this up adam on the other hand has a track record as being very, very sad and very, very easy to riff on. <laughs> yeah. I like him legitimately, though. I think he's a good uh, boy. You were going to say something, Zach, I cut you off. I love Adam because he's a sad boy. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, no, he's, yeah. Very, he's very sad, and the thing about it is he's consistently, like, the saddest member of yeah, the like, Ranger crew, where he's I, just like, 
I'm, I'm hesitant to credit the writers <laughs> with this being intentional, but he's kind of the Eeyore of the group. Also, no, like, yeah. the events I mean, in they, the episode didn't deliberately make him sad any more than they deliberately made Rocky stupid. But the events in the <laughs> show <laughs> consistently, even if it's just a coincidence, they consistently dump on him. Here's what I just realized yeah. that makes me like Adam even more. Most of his sad is because no one wants to date him, which is a very relatable and b billy the nerd is constantly getting dates and adam cannot <laughs> and that is extra funny to me the thing is adam endeared himself to me almost immediately when he helped the rangers and he was like this is the greatest day of my entire That's true. life and he it's like, also oh, when Jesus. he when he gets powers he's like this is awesome like i get to help people that is that is a thing that he did do i i like that too yeah but um, like his introduction was just like the perfect mix of like oh this dude's kind of cool and all oh, this pathetic <laughs> probably lived this dude's probably lived a really sad existence <laughs> holy shit Mike, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for for my boy Rito. He's seen no representation vote wise up until this Rito point. He hasn't even been mentioned, good. but like Rito's fucking great. Rito's great. I love Rito. Yeah, he is. But the problem he ran into with me is the exact same problem Ninjor had. He just hasn't had enough screen time. Yeah, I don't feel. I, I think, I, like, listen. There's a shot of Rito bench pressing while Goldar spots him, and that is a <laughs> lot of points. Like. <laughs> For sure, <laughs> that's like one of the first things he does. And, and yeah. it's in the what's, what's great the about best. that is, like, yeah, it, what's what's great about that, and I, and I feel like this is going to be a big part of Rito and Goldar's interactions going forward. Is Goldar hated Rito's guts immediately and still agreed to spot for him anyway? Yes, like, yeah, I, 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 I love over. that because. It, just, just picturing the the conversation they had off screen is just fucking great. <laughs> so yeah, I, this is tough for me. But... Uh, I was just gonna say it's kind of a shame that Luke's not here to offset some of our relentless positivity because I know he does not feel strongly positively about Rito. He does love Ninja Ninjor, though. <laughs> I know he oh, fucking yeah. he loves love Ninjor. Ninjor. Yeah, so, he does love Ninjor. So that's the thing is I. Yeah, this is actually kind of hard. I think, well, especially so for for the people at home, uh, Ninjor has two, Adam has one, Tor has one, and no, Rito has, has one. And he does? Emily and... No, I, I said... I, 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 no, no, I said Ninjor, but I uh, also wanted to do, like, okay. a shout-out to Adam. Yeah. But Ninjor, yeah. Yeah, so so that means that if I vote for, uh, for Rito, uh, then it's a tie. And then, well, that just means well, yeah, it's up well, to someone well, no, else we to... Well, no, because we know the... the Rules is the tie goes a tie goes to the turtle. So regard if we tie, Tor gets no, it. By no, but he's it it's a, be- no. At, at that point, it's it's up for no. it's up for the no, rest no, no, of us no. to convince anybody who didn't got vote for office. either one of them to change their vote. Oh right, right, okay, yeah. Um, All right, so it basically and for Rito, Matt and yeah. and Emily uh, between between Rito and 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 no, Emily Tor. voted for Emily oh, no, voted for Ninjor. Oh, so, oh, wait, who are you between Rito and, and Ninjor? Re- yeah, Rito and Ninjor. Ninjor okay, yeah. and Matt, it, wait, was Matt the only one who didn't vote for either one of them, or? Matt, voted for Matt and Joel voted, voted for, for different people. Okay. 
Yes. Joel's obviously not changing. It <laughs> you are correct. Redo. Yeah, no, let's just let's just go let's just move that out of the way immediately. Uh I'll I'll absolutely go for Ninjor. No problems with that. Yeah, yeah and, like, and honestly I think I, I even said like Ninjor was, was gonna be my runner up anyway, so like Right. And I think mm-hmm. if Luke was here, he would also vote for Ninja. I could be wrong. Maybe he can yell at me. But I, I think that's... Yeah. Looks like, what the fuck, guys? Aisha! <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, I feel so bad for nobody. Aisha. Like, yeah. sadly, like, well, they, even they, the we writers are, gave her nothing even to do. Even we are playing into our own headcanon about her only thing being... O- being overlooked because we didn't like, even acknowledge her in this list until now. Uh, Karen... Ashley is fine. Like she does a, a fine job. She's just not given very much to do. Like yeah, the writers yeah, give her nothing. Enough. I they meant give to her say, absolutely nothing. I thought I thought about actually nominating in best episode uh, the Friends one, the Friends Forever, where she yeah, had a girlfriend. Yeah, which is another good one. And she's she, yeah, good she, in that, but it's like the only time she gets to do anything. It's it's yeah, it's yeah. it's that she or is, the Fireman she is episode, gay, which is very good in her favor, but. <laughs> She also doesn't have a character. So. Yeah, it's a bummer, but it's not her. I don't think it's the actress's fault. They, they, she just didn't yeah. get very much to do, which is a bummer. Um, but yeah, so right. running back through it real quick. Uh, best new character is Ninjor. Uh, best Balkan um, Skull moment is when is a ranger, not By a ranger. By the way, I need to point out that since, um, since everyone... But me chose to vote for one of the two ties. Uh, Tor is the third place winner. Okay, uh, because yeah, sure. Uh, best best Zed pl- or best villain plan is Serpentera. Um, best from uh, from, the, from the power transfer. Yes, we, will uh, be, we got we we have to tie it to an episode. Yes. Otherwise, it's not actually a plan. It's just yes. a well, thing. It's, it's Single- Serpentera showed up in multiple episodes though. Yeah, but that's the first one t- it showed up in. Yeah, so it's fine. Still, it's we've always credited the category two in episodes. Yeah, so. I don't think we need um, to. So single. Okay, let's move it on. Single. Uh, best single episode is best man for the job, and mm. best multi-parter is the wedding. So, so uh, what was what was the order of the multi-parters? What what did they get ranked in? The, it was the wedding, Ninja Quest. And then Storybook Rangers, you monster. <laughs> there we go. I, I feel like I, I, every single, everything that won, I voted for, so I feel pretty good right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. your, your, your takeover of this podcast is nearly no. complete. <laughs> so uh, I, I live in a very red state, so I have no idea what that feels like. <laughs> so, okay. That's it for us today. Uh, we're, we'll come back next week with the 2Ds, which will be fun. Um, go check out our website, uh, audioentropy.com, where you can find this and other fine podcasts. Um, I want to, uh, to thank uh, Eric for doing the editing. I want to thank Mitch for doing our theme song. Uh, and I want to thank you all for listening. And also, I checked recently on iTunes, and we have like 35 uh, re- reviews and that's great if you haven't done one uh and you can write us a review on itunes that helps us get more visibility um and but only but, if it's a good review if you yeah, don't but like our show the you one person who, but fuck the mm. one person who gave us a, gave us three stars and said they wouldn't listen to any episode matt was on matt's not going anywhere that's not cool 
<laughs> Wait, seriously? Him. Yeah, that actually Holy happened. Holy shit, really? Awesome. Okay, <laughs> first of all, they're fucking crazy because Matt's awesome. <laughs> no, that's patently untrue. I actually think no, that person has no, the right idea. No, absolutely not. Holy Matt, one of my favorite me. moments on this was still your rant about ground candy. Like, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You, someone was like, he's just too negative. And I wanted to explain something to you. Luke hates this show. <laughs> he fucking hates it. But he does it because it's fun to chat with your buddies about a goofy thing. And if if this show is literally us just talking about how great it is constantly, it would be boring. So it would like, also just be incorrect. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, also, a lot of what we love about the show is not things that the show should be proud of. So, like, <laughs> give us a review. That's great. Be nice to Matt. God damn it, lay off him. <laughs> you don't have to be nice to me. That's fine. No, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say a negative review is perfectly fine. Just you know, remember that we're actual human beings who uh, probably have feelings. <laughs> no, seriously, it's fine. I really don't give a shit. I think that shit's hilarious. I actually actually. Love you, Matt. The only reason I brought it up is because I knew Matt would think it was funny. <laughs> yeah, no, that's 100% correct, too. <laughs> so, so, yeah, give us a review if you can. Check out our website. Um, there's lots of other cool podcasts that people on here do um, that you can find there. And I think that's going to do it because we ran long because of our, uh, our awards. So, for Teenagers Attitude, I've been Zach. I've been Emily. I've been Matt. I've been Joel. I have been Simone. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> I'm Mike. And the power <laughs> protect you always. What a deep cut. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Hey everybody, this is Frankie from uh, episode 118 and 119, and I guess from the internet as well. Uh, Eric asked me if I wanted to put my comments about the Vampires voice, so I listened to it, I compared it with a couple different things, and yeah, it's very hard to deny that it's definitely a parody of a Mexican accent, if not an intent definitely and the result because you can see he goes he goes high sometimes like these and he emphasized the ease like that last time that the monster had an obvious mexican accent the monster itself was kind of coded to be mexican this time it just feels like a random funny boy someone threw in someone in the room should have been like this sounds kind of racist even if funny Mexican voice wasn't the intent, it's still too close for me to be comfortable giving it a pass because that's what it sounds like. It would be similar if uh, a monster started jive talking. Like, it, you would make that comparison, you would be like, well, someone should have told him to stop. And, I mean, I know Alpha will start jive talking in two seasons, so I shouldn't expect much. Uh, so that's it from me. Take it away, Eric, and whatever funny gag you have prepared. Bye, everybody. Mm, nope. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs>